1: This is a Lip Media Podcast.
2: Sit the boo, sit the boo, sit.
0: I'm a
2: doctor. i some bad hat hacker.
0: It's a cool show. Get any of that? Not a doctor. Bye, have a beautiful From you love. Clarp. Now we're out. Clarp. Now we're out.
2: Hello and welcome to Hunting Seasons, the podcast that dares to binge-watch, deep-dive, and break down a season of television each and every episode. I'm Broderick Gordas. I'm Demas Leary. And today we'll be discussing Doctor Who Series 12. And to do that, we are joined by co-host of the Dialogue Options video game podcast, Joel McDonald. How are you doing, Jolly? I am very good. It's a pleasure to be here. It's lovely to have you on. We've sort of been talking... You know, about having you on for a while it hasn't yes. necessarily been the best time. But Doctor Who came up. And was like, you know what? I know a big Doctor Who fan who might want to join <laughs> in.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely. I'm, I'm very excited to talk about this. Yeah. I think you were pushing me to watch this show. Actually, this series. You I, yeah. were way ahead of me for a long time. There. It's funny because I've got no one else really that I, I got into watching it because of my my wife, but. She's not watching it anymore So I've oh, got really? no one to talk to about it So that's why I'm always just like Have you watched it <laughs> She's yet? abandoned you Yeah, basically mm-hmm. So I like fill her in every week So
1: we're your wife now Yeah, exactly Excellent yes. Love that. Love yes. That.
0: Yes. I'm very Suck excited Suck that Ash <laughs> uh,
2: So before we get into our spoiler for review I did want to ask you Is there anything you've been watching recently on TV? Any games you've been playing That you think our listeners might be particularly interested in?
0: Oh uh, um, uh, look, I mean, I've been playing a lot of, um, of a lot of different games, which you could hear about on our show. But um, Good. Uh, probably plug, plug the show. That's yeah. Great. Hey, <laughs> uh, dialogue options. Hey, uh, no, but uh, I, for a podcast, it, <laughs> Jeez. it is. Uh, there is something that's sort of on brand for both our, I guess, podcasts. Um, I've started watching Mythic Quest this week, the Apple TV Ooh. show. Yes, by Rob. McEl- Should McEl- McEl- I
1: get Apple TV? Is it good enough? It's a
0: trial, isn't it? You can get like a... There's a seven-day trial.
1: Seven-day trial. Yeah. Yep. I wonder if I've already trialed it, though. <laughs> I feel like I've trialed everything at this point. Anyway, go on. Sorry, it's,
0: uh, No, honestly, it's... What, I am what's really... the premise? It. So, basically, it's set in a like a video game development company mm. that makes this game called Mythic Quest, and then at the start of the series is like them about to release their second, like their biggest expansion yet called Raven's Banquet. Mm. So, the full title of the show is Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it stars uh, Rob Mc- McElhenney. Is that how it's pronounced? He, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. from Always Sunny, and it's it's created by him and Charlie Day and and uh, Ubisoft. I and think it, the which,
2: actual video game studio is behind this as well. It
0: definitely adds to it. Because mm. um, there's a lot of like, you know, there's the, the, like transitional scenes are like shots from vi- a video game. And it's very much there's a, a Ubisoft game called For Honor. And it's very mm. much using the assets from that. And I'm mm. like, I, that looks recognizable. Um, but even just down to the fact that normally when you watch any sort of media that isn't video games about video games, mm. it's... Terrible? Yeah. Feels inauthentic, garbage. yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, I think, is the closest it's gotten to being mm. representative of what it should feel like um like all the terminology they use they go to things like they go to a, a thing called StreamerCon, which is very similar to twitch they have their own mm. version of twitch which is baked into it um just uh all the terminology um there's an episode that features um girls who code which is like the program oh, cool. for yeah like mm. so for for um young women uh, um like a y- a young children who are women who are like uh interested in the gaming industry and like cool. giving them power to sort of Move into that industry um, And cool. there's an episode Where they heavily, it heavily Features that For the wrong reasons But like <laughs> I mean Classic
1: tr- Always Sunny style For exactly. wrong reasons Yeah Love it
0: It's a little bit toned down From like traditional Always Sunny but
1: um,
2: it's. I've had a friend of the show, Cam Williams. Uh, he said it was had community vibes.
0: Yeah, mm. I can I can feel that. It has all that sort of stuff because it's uh, Megan Gans as well. Oh, I, I do love Megan Gans. So she's yeah. good. I wrote one of my favorite episodes, Community. Right. Great bottle episode. <laughs> so yeah, she's she's a writer on the show as well. I think she's a producer as well. That's mm. cool. Um, oh, that makes me want to watch it actually. It's honestly, I there's an episode in the middle of the season which sort of, the whole episode is pretty much completely unrelated to everything else that happens, but. Um, at the end they sort of tie it in but it's got Jake Johnson in it as well this is episode 5 they were yes. talking about this on the Slash Filmcast
2: as well apparently it is excellent this is episode like really? even if you don't Phenomenal. like the rest of the show watch episode 5 it's like uh-huh. a short film mm-hmm. and it's supposed to post- post- be pretty great uh-huh. it's probably the okay
1: f- I want to watch it now it's been it, I
0: mean, free trial I haven't tried it yet yeah. so I, I it's I'd nine episodes it. long they're half hour episodes it's easy to get through I've oh. got like two left I think at the moment yeah. but I yeah cannot recommend it anymore I'm going to do it yeah I think I we'll might have
2: to give that a try so you're enjoying the show like obviously episode 5 has been the standard but you are yep. enjoying the general episode to episode show
0: around it no? absolutely yeah I mean like Danny Poody's in it as well um yeah uh, Ashley birch who's a like very prolific um, video like game Ashley voice birch. actor and writer Ooh. and she's also written for adventure you time see me, Jolly. And, you yeah you see me. and she's like <laughs> heavily involved in it as well and she's also a staff writer there's an episode that she cool. wrote um, there's oh cool. uh, uh, the the voice actor of Is her brother involved in any way in the writing or anything like that? I don't think so yeah, no, okay. as I can see from the credits but um the voice actor of hollyhock from BoJack. oh sure uh, oh. upon a I can't remember her last name, but she's in the show and there's an episode that her and Ashley Birch co-wrote together. Oh, that's cool. Um, I do follow
1: her on Twitter. She's hilarious. Yeah, yeah she's mm-hmm. really
0: awesome and she's really great in the show as well. Yeah. Uh, it's I, Honestly, it's blown me away with how impressive it is. Sweet. Um,
1: Fuck yeah. All right, I'm in. Yeah, you convinced Done. me. I'm going to well, watch it as soon as you guys leave.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, one other thing I did want to mention, because this happened fortuitously a many hours before we record this episode, there was an announcement made that HBO are making a... TV show out of The Last of Us, which is sort of a premiere, Naughty Dog developed, PlayStation exclusive game. um, Started on PlayStation 3, was remastered for the PlayStation 4. I've only played it and finished it for the first time this or or last year now. Yeah. It is an excellent story. It's sort of a zombie apocalypse story, but it's focused on two characters, Joel and Ellie. Ellie, yeah. And the story is very strong. The writing, of the performances in the game... Are worth playing that game for on their own. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm. I think it is a strong contender for a TV show. Actually, it makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. I do worry a little bit that we've already got a premiere zombie <laughs> uh, television show that sort of. Is doing that stuff already, and we do need another one like that. Even with the little differences in that mythology, it's kind of like it's it's got a similar world. Are we talking about The
1: Walking Dead specifically? The Walking
2: Dead, yeah. Which I mean, they have multiple shows for The Walking Dead. They do. Um, So I don't know if we need more necessarily post-apocalyptic zombie shows, but. I'm definitely would to give it a look in and the people that were writing it, it was the guy people behind um, Chernobyl, wasn't it? I think so. Which yeah. is incredible talent to be mm. have
1: behind this
0: video game adaptation yeah, TV. Show. I haven't watched Chernobyl myself yet. I didn't it's... finish it. Oh, really? I got oh, wow. like
1: maybe like three quarters of the way through it. And then I was like, this no longer interests me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it
2: wasn't too bleak or anything like that. It was just It was
1: very bleak. Yeah. But I was just like, Yeah, no, I I don't Yeah. It didn't Take me all the way through. Right. I don't know why.
2: Are you looking forward to this, The Last of Us, the HBO series?
0: I am, uh, but uh, what I, I mean, if they do just re-tell the story of The Last of Us, mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll be like, that's fine, it's okay. I think though, that the world of The Last of Us is very. There's a lot there to dig into, uh, in terms of like there are other stories I feel like that could be told. Sure. Um, so like, there's like a like a uh, we'll. Uh, We were talking about this on a group message earlier on today Mm -hmm. about, like... I'm not in that group. It's a a very nerdy video game
1: group. You
0: would (laughs) hate it. (laughs) All (laughs) right, boys club. You would do what Liam has done and mute it. Yeah. (laughs) My wife has done the same thing as well, yeah. Yeah, Um, It's basically, like, four of us now that sort of all chat, four or five of us. Uh, But it's uh, there's, like, a resistance group called the Fireflies. Yeah, And uh, hearing how they maybe came to be after everything went to, Mm. to... There'd be hell? stuff to mine there. Yeah, I'd like to see that, but I don't think they're going to do that. I
2: don't but... know. I'm at that place now with a lot of TV show where if they can just keep it a focused story, tell it well. Like, it's big enough to be a series more than a movie, yeah. but maybe it, we don't need to try and make it something bigger than it is than that as well. Similar to what I feel about, like, Watchmen. Yeah. Like, that was great. It wasn't necessarily adapting. It was its own thing, which was very helpful, but... That thing is one and done by the looks of
0: things. And yep, that is beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Right, yeah. Do mm-hmm. that. I'm, I need to watch that as well. Oh, <laughs> oh you'd so fucking shit yourself, Charlie. Yeah. It's so good. I watched the first episode and I just I like life got in the way and I haven't got back to it yet. But yeah, yeah I'm definitely gonna get back well, to it. Well, forget
1: that. life. Forget your family. <laughs> yeah, watch Exactly, yeah. yeah. All
2: right, let's get to our spoiler-free review of Doctor Who series 12. Let me clue you in. Season in review. The 13th Doctor is once again on the path of adventure, hurtling through space and time with her three faithful companions as Chris Chibnall enters his second season as showrunner. The Doctor has not been required to regenerate, meaning Jodie Whittaker and the rest of last series' core cast remain for series 12. Alongside guest appearances from Stephen Fry, Lenny Henry, Sasha Dwan, James Buckley, Laura Frazier, Joe Martin, Ian McKelleny, and John Barrowman as the one and only Captain Jack Harkness, just to name a few. Series 12 consists of 10 episodes, each coming in at around 53 minutes and took us approximately 8 hours and 55 minutes to watch. Doctor Who will return for Revolution of the Daleks, the next in a long line of holiday specials. And for a 13th series, expected to air in 2021. So before we get to our reviews, I did want to ask, Joel, we'll start with you. What's your relationship to Doctor Who? How long have you been watching for? What parts are you familiar with? Do you have a favorite Doctor? And particularly, what did you think of the previous series, Series 11? That was right. a lot of questions, so right? No, no, I was prepared for All this. Right. I've N- actually
1: been thinking about this. Yep, your thesis, you got it. <laughs> yeah, cool. I, let me just
0: pull out my notes. Expecting uh, a lot here. <laughs> <it. laughs> uh, no, so I, I, actually got into Doctor Who because of you, Brod. Uh, I remember watching the first because of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one of the, the first episodes <laughs> that I watched was um uh one of Rose's final episodes, I believe. Oh yes. Um,
1: you hate Rose, Brod.
0: I don't uh, love Rose. You wish
1: she was dead. Oh wow. Oh, yeah. listen, no. <laughs> listen. I just ouch, I ouch. think
0: there are better companions than Rose. She's overrated. I th- sure. I, I don't I think mm. you're I think you're right. But I still mm. I still appreciate yeah. Rose. Yeah. Sure. yeah totally. I sure. think she's great as well. She doesn't
2: appreciate Mickey, but that's a different story. Well, let's move on.
1: Mm,
0: yeah. Uh, 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 but no, so that was one of the things I was like, Oh wow, this is actually really impressive and then I my uh, Ash, my wife, her her dad's really into Doctor Who as well. And so I as a sign of like trying to, you know Mate, good. It was very early on in our relationship, and I was like, "Oh, well, maybe I'll watch it, and like, I've got something to talk about mm. with him." Things you do when you're courting. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, turned out <laughs> Turned out it was for the best because I, I freaking love it now. So, yeah. uh, so I started with I watched from Eccleston onwards, basically, mm. um, with a brief break for most of Capaldi's run. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> so I did the exact same thing. Yeah, so I started Capaldi's and then sort of just fell off. Mm-hmm. I don't think for any particular reason. No, I just. I just needed a
1: break, I guess, from Doctor Who. I did think you, that's what it was. I was so invested for so long and then it, I wasn't as invested anymore. So I right. could kind of just leave it behind.
2: I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to move away, come back when there's a bunch of episodes to get through if you want to, if you're feeling the love for it. You know, yeah.
0: it's that's not a bad thing. Did you get to the point where you had Bill as a companion? I, did, I think just before that, I okay. think. Yeah. So I, I I know some stuff to do with this season, that this most recent season, like... There's like a like a, a minor attachment like or connection. There's there a there's a
2: mention to basically, and yeah. I was
0: like, okay, interesting. Um, but from that, it has made me want to go back and watch some of his stuff. Um, mainly for the River Song stuff. That's why I want to watch. Uh, the last River Song episode was a Christmas special. If you have, if you've seen that, then um, I actually, I don't think I have. Oh, it's, so it's worth a watch if you're okay. a River Song fan. Yep, go on. Cool. Um, but uh, yeah, and so uh, when you know Jodie Whittaker got announced. As the new Doctor, I was like, okay. And I remember talking to, to you, Brian, and being like, oh, I'm thinking I might get back into it. You were like, it's probably a good point to do it. Mm. I said, well, all right. Mm. Uh, and I jumped in with uh, the last season. And <laughs> to answer your question about how I felt about it, I think at first, after that first episode, I was like, because it had been so long since I watched Doctor Who, and mm. I was like, it was all a little bit new and refreshing. And like having Jodie as the Doctor, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling... Energized by this again, um, and then as the season went on, and then it finished, and I remember talking, I think with you guys about it yeah. as well. Uh, I was like, "Yeah, sure D
1: D, we had lots of conversations." Oh yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. I was like,
0: "I'm, um, yeah, it was okay, it was <laughs> fine." Um, I, I appreciate that they tried to do like the, I guess, monster of the week mm. style of show, but I think I, that made me realize that that's not what I come to Doctor Who for. Yeah, I like those. Overarching stories, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, I think season twelve may have fixed that a little bit. Cool. Mm. Talk about in a second. I did want to ask: Did you have a favourite doctor? Um, oh, oh boy, big um, question. It is a big question. I mean, it could change at uh, at any time. Like I, I, I've Not
1: you have to pick one. One off yeah. the top of my
0: head, probably Matt Smith. Correct answer. No, I think, it's not. and not not just <laughs> because. <laughs> <laughs> Not just because of, of Matt Smith as well I think that he, the stories that were within his Doctor's mm. arc I really liked as well Mainly because mm. I like The Ponds mm-hmm. um, Totally But yeah, I think that as well And I, I remember finishing Because I, I at that point I was like binging a whole lot of stuff And I remember getting to the end of um, David Tennant's run And being very emotional and watching mm. that last episode And going straight into the next episode Matt Smith's first one, and me just like sitting on the couch with my arms crossed and I'm like, oh, I don't like this. And about three quarters of the way through the episode, I was like, okay, I'm in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's great. I'm here. It
1: was quite immediate, which was a huge relief after uh, David Tennant. The
2: 11th hour is an incredible first Doctor episode. It is way up there. Mm. Uh, Damask, just remind people, not necessarily of your history of Doctor Who, but what you thought of Series 11.
1: Um, I was pretty disappointed with it. Yeah, I wanted it to be really good. There were some aspects that I thought were fine, but um, the character development that I've come to really enjoy out of Doctor Who wasn't there. And so, um, and the episode, it was so episodic that I just didn't really enjoy myself. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was a very similar boat. I was <laughs> not a fan of Series 11 to the point. Where I was ready to say Chris Chibnall oh, should not
1: come back. Oh, you wanted to fire people? <laughs> you, <laughs> you were, were like... writing emails. <laughs>
0: I do remember started... listening, I think, to your last episode about that, and you were very like anti-Chibnall, and that yeah. I started a you're
1: like kill him <laughs> uh,
2: uh, petition online just about to get rid of him. That didn't actually happen. Uh, who wants to go first with their review of series twelve? Any volunteers? I'll do it. Go, let's go, Damascus.
1: Okay. What? The fact that you're asking for volunteers makes me slightly scared, but I'll go. <laughs> All right, so what is there to say about this season of Doctor Who that I haven't said about the previous season? This time around, we have a bit more of an overarching story that is reminiscent of a Stephen Moffat or a Russell T Davies season in form, but really lacking in gravitas or personal stakes. While, yes, we all got pretty sick of Stephen Moffat's obsession with magical women, he often did use those women's connection to the greater narrative to infuse personal stakes. He made us care about the grander things that play in the universe. This season tries at that, but doesn't really work. This season, we still have three companions too many, in my opinion. I spent most episodes hoping that this adventure would be the one to make them decide that they've had enough travelling and we'd get a new companion. I grew tired of them being line-reading machines, ones that stare blankly back at the doctor, take orders, and then randomly espouse their love for her. Despite the fact that I don't feel that love at all. On that note they keep using the term fam for this doctor and her companions and I actually think it's pretty fitting. Family are the people that you don't have to like or necessarily get on with but who you're forced to spend time with because the random nature of the universe has put you all together and the writers have certainly forced these four characters together with seemingly no rhyme or reason and told me that I should feel something. I don't. What I want from these four is friendship. I want them to choose one another because they understand one another and feel loyalty and genuine affection. Two seasons have passed and I still need to see them bond, have a deeper understanding of how one another operate and why. What doesn't work is having another sit down between two characters at the 11th hour about how much they care about each other. You literally did that last season. You can't just keep doing that. It's not enough. I've spent between maybe 16 to 18 hours with these characters. I don't know them and I don't care about them. It's pretty fucking shit. That's my review.
2: Okay. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, It's fair to say that I was not impressed with Chris Chibnall's first season of Doctor Who. While I enjoyed Jodie Whittaker's performance and a few standout stories, I was left rather cold and inspired by the 13 Doctors' first run of episodes. I am happy to say that 13th second time around is at least a step in the right direction for me. Although I do agree with a lot of what you're saying, Damasco yeah. will say. For starters, the series has some shape. As you were saying, there's sort of an yeah. overarching plot here. There are
1: improvements.
2: Rather than roping a- in a bunch of almost entirely disconnected adventures together and calling it a season, this one had a distinct and related bookends connected by a character-driven mystery with a pivot point in the middle of the season. It felt like something whole, deliberately constructed, with an identity that would set it apart from other seasons and a plot line that strung me along into the next episode with the hope that we might learn a little bit more. Half fucking zar Even more of an anchor this was the decision to include some familiar and iconic elements of the show's past. I stand by the notion that Doctor Who doesn't need to include Daleks and Cybermen and Silurians to be good, but there is something to grounding our stories in some familiar iconography and feeling like that which has come before is not completely irrelevant. Even some of my nitpickier criticisms uh, seem to be addressed as the utterly woeful action of season 11 Mm -hmm. was upgraded to... Mostly serviceable, if forgettable, set pieces. That might not sound particularly impressive, but if you ask me, it was a pretty big step up. One element that remained at least consistent with last season was the relative strength of the historically set episodes compared to modern day or future set episodes. I'm not sure why this is, but my guess would be that the sturdy foundations of pre-established stories, settings, and characters allows the writers to build an overall stronger episode, while anything set more than 10 minutes into the future requires more imagination from the very beginning and puts the creators a step behind. Yet, while some elements of the show strengthened, many of Series 11's weaknesses remained. At the top of the list, as Damask said... Of the three companions, Graham, Yaz, and Ryan, if I had the power, I would ditch the lot of them immediately and start again. Mm. Very little about them worked for me. They're just as flat, which is a word you used a lot in the last uh, review episode we did about them, Mm. and uninspired as they were last year, or maybe even worse, as many of the problems they were dealing with last season got resolved already, and so there's just not a lot of them They um, had nothing to do.
1: do. Nothing. They're
2: they're sort of just along for the ride. Can they be useful in an episode? Sure, they can get done what the plot needs them to do. But what are they adding to the texture of the show beyond that? They very rarely, if ever, seem to challenge or be challenged by the Doctor in any meaningful way and are otherwise just plot checkboxes that need to be given something to do each episode, taking up screen time. This is always most apparent when Team TARDIS are split up into four different missions, spreading the story way too thin and preventing any of the companions from doing anything of real substance. Something else that's become more and more apparent to me is the weakness of the musical score. Uh, I respect Según Akinola for trying something different, but in my opinion, his work does not compare... what we were getting from Murray Gold. I'm finding Akinola's work to be generically sci-fi. I can imagine coming from something like Altered Carbon, rather sedated and ultimately forgettable. There is very little going on that compares to the bold, memorable themes that Gold was able to produce and nothing that gets my heart racing with excitement and the promise of adventure. Negatives aside, I am happy to say the Doctor Who is at least trending upwards again Last series, I glumly wondered if we would ever get one of those Doctor Who episodes out of Chris Tribunal. If you're a fan of Doctor Who, you know what I'm talking about. Episodes so big with ideas, so full of hope or joy or tragedy or intrigue or possibly all of those elements at once that blows your mind and touches your heart in a way that only Doctor Who can. I'm talking about Blink, Vincent, the Doctor, the Girl in the Fireplace, Heaven Sent, the Family of Blood, the Girl Who Weighed, the Doctor's Wife, Turn Left, Forest of the Dead, the list goes on. <laughs> But would anything come from this new team that lengthens that list further? As it turns out, yes. What? Mm. I obviously can't Fuck discuss off. the specifics until we get to spoilers, but I do believe Series 12 contains one of those episodes. Well, I'm intrigued. This is not n- nothing. This is not nothing. And it gives me hope that maybe good things await the Doctor Are you drunk her that episode? I've no idea what you're talking
0: about. Rant over. Joel... Okay, what do uh, you think of series twelve? Uh, I don't have any particular notes or anything, uh, right. but overall, I I think it's probably best to preface by saying I'm genuinely a pretty positive person when it comes to. <laughs> what I'm, are you
1: saying about me? Yeah, I, huh? when no, they no, no, advance, no, hey, yeah, no, you're right. No, no, no Fuck you, Joel, no, no, get out of here. I
0: I think like I I I have a hard time sometimes looking at things critically. Yeah. I get swept up in the the moment of mm-hmm. things sure. quite easily. Um, always have, always will. I think, yeah. but. I you love to love things, as Jeff Canal would say. Nice. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I do. Um, What's wrong with that? But it's great that I get to have like conversations with, with with people like you guys, so I can actually do like start to like practice thinking critically. So I do agree with a lot of what you're saying here. Um, I thought it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I like I said when I was talking about my like connection to Doctor Who. I really like those seasons that are that feel connected and have mm. some sort of like arcing story overall. Mm. Um, I feel like albeit a little bit messy, uh, it it was there this season compared to just like a Scooby-Doo-esque Monster Mm. of the Week, Um, Mm -hmm. which I think is why I sort of fell off a little bit. I was like, I didn't feel like the stakes were there because I knew it was going to be resolved by the end of the episode. And I think like knowing that going into it as well, because they said it's not going to have anything connected. It's going to be all, you know, straight up episodes. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, there's no real stakes here. Um, In terms of the companions, yeah, I think I love Graham. Mm -hmm. I really like Graham. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just, I think he's are, really, he's, he's lovable. He's the yeah. one
1: with the most moments where you're like, "Oh, a person."
0: He, well, he has Those charm. moments
1: are few and far between. But I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I just, also, can I just ask, who is your favorite companion ever? I should have asked earlier. Sorry. You should
0: um. Have. <sighs> Mm, I it's mean, just as important as the Doctor I actually agree with that I think yeah. it's a very important question. I mean I like I, like I said before I love the Ponds yeah. Uh, yeah I think and I think that's that's a good example of doing multiple companions when Rory is there as well mm-hmm. I think um, it's important to recognise what they did with that
2: though where it started as just the Doctor and Amy and then they mm-hmm. gradually bought yeah rory in exactly and then even occasionally river would come in and out and in and out yeah. and now yep. and, and even the there's the trio from victorian in london they come yep. in and oh, out and in, and in and yes. out mm-hmm. oh my god and yes. they you know they were there when they were needed and they didn't overstay their yeah. welcome they didn't feel like they had to be there all the time
0: no but yeah no sorry. I, I, but i think yeah in terms of yaz and ryan i'm just like they're just are just there like <laughs>
1: like there's yeah. one
0: one episode in particular that dealt with some stuff uh to do with yaz and i'm like Okay, this doesn't feel like it's been alluded to. Oh, at we all. will talk about this, but yeah. Uh, but generally, on the whole, I, I really enjoyed it. I think yeah. I, it was a lot of fun. It made me laugh, didn't make me cry. Mm. So, mm. Dog
1: Who should always make you cry.
0: Exactly, I A agree. little bit, a little I bit. One hundred percent agree. Yeah, uh, and it didn't quite either get from there.
1: being so hopeful or just devastating. Yeah,
0: yeah, I didn't get. It didn't quite get there. Uh, I would even go so far as to say, at some points, it was very on the nose. Mm. Um, I have some with a sledgehammer. To, yeah, yep. I have some things to say about that, but mm-hmm. uh, but on the whole, I I really enjoyed it, and it made me excited for Doctor Who again, and I'm excited to see where we go uh, in the future with this Christmas special and the new season. This is yep. super unfair that I did this to the show,
2: but having watched the season and then listened back to our mm. podcast, our review of the of the season eleven, series eleven. I then, for whatever reason, which I do periodically because I like to do it, went back and watched like some of the best scenes of like Eleven and stuff like that. Oh mate, it's a mistake because I'm instantly crying in so many moments. There are moments that just affect me and touch me. I'm like, and even scenes that like I was coming across things that I wouldn't consider to be like the highest moments, Mm. like not the the highlights, but I was still going. That was so much more effective than nearly anything I'm getting out of the current stuff. I would
1: say. Everything, but yes. Mm.
0: And it's all it's, words. I don't want to go up. Yeah. Like, oh, ah. that's, that's, that's unfair. We mentioned that last Killed, podcast done. As well.
1: Just, just we're done. not allowed to talk about i <laughs> talk about
2: it. <laughs> Final score and ranking. Uh, what would you give this out of five stars, Damascus? I think you gave series 11 a 3.5 from memory.
1: Yeah. So I do think this season is better. Mm-hmm. However, I'm mm-hmm. so annoyed at this point. I'm just annoyed. Mm-hmm. Can you tell? Um, I'm giving this a 2.5 because fuck this. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. It's like Doctor Who should be – because before I wanted to be like hopeful and like positive and like, you know, they'll they'll get there eventually. Mm. Um, at this point, I'm just like, well, fuck you then. Like Doctor Who was meant to be so fucking good. It gave you one chance. You're meant to like – you know, nail it with this one. You fucking didn't. Yeah. Still made okay. so many of, like, the biggest mistakes, which is just simply character. There's no character here. Fuck you, 2.5.
2: So, I, it's, it's funny because I think we've approached this from different perspectives. <laughs> you went in with a lot more positivity. I was ready to ditch the show. And yeah. so, for me to see any yeah. upward trend, I'm like, oh, this is good. And yeah. you're seeing like, you would let me down. Yeah. I believed in you and you let right. me down. I'm giving a 3.5, which Brilliant. is a step up from my three from last season. Mm-hmm. Can't go any higher than that though. No. Like that is and I do believe Doctor Who should be better than a three point five. Yes. Uh, and so that, I would say I'd rate this one higher mm-hmm. than the first I f- do actually 11. rate it higher
1: than the first, but I can't go can't back and change it. it so yeah. yeah.
2: Do you I mean, is that the feeling though? You would retroactively go back and give I
1: the would, previous one a one. I worse would score? give the previous one a two point five and this one a three.
2: Gotcha. Okay. So wow. But I'm how,
1: punishing. How am I more positive? Okay. I don't know.
0: Joel. Uh, what would you score this season? Uh, I would have to say a three point five as well. Yep. Um, I think it's, I think it's just like you said, it's the upward trend of it. It's, it's getting there. I think, mm-hmm. and I think maybe one more go around, and we'll just see. Fingers crossed, please. So um, much more patient than us. Uh, yeah, I like. I mean, I've got plenty of time to work. Like, wait for it. Sixty so.
1: hours before they fucking get it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just like it's, a couple episodes here and there where we get to know people. Please, fuck yeah. it out.
0: It's, it, yeah, it, it does feel like they're just constantly bouncing around and, and like we have to keep going, keep going, keep going and there's no time to sort of breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think I, I probably would have been very similar to you in given given season 11 a, a three. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, this is slightly better, there's room for improvement and it should be better. Mm. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: Hey, folks, I'm Mark Maron from
0: the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues
2: Before we dive into spoilers, we'd like to remind everyone that if you do enjoy what we do here, we would really appreciate you sharing the podcast with others who you think might also enjoy listening. We also appreciate your positive reviews on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify, or whatever podcast platform you prefer. But right now, let's talk spoilers.
1: You're now entering the spoiler zone.
2: Spoiler warning. From here on, we'll be discussing everything that happens in series 11 and 12 of Doctor Who. Though we may discuss some details of the first 10 series of New Who, and possibly, in fact, almost definitely, even some of Classic Who. Before listening any further, we recommend watching all of at least Jodie Whittaker's time as the Doctor. If you've not yet done so, proceed with caution. There are spoilers ahead.
0: You have been been warned.
2: warned. Deep dive. It's cool to know other people think about this stuff too. I'd like to start uh, just by talking about some of the sort of the bigger plot developments that come out of this series. We'll Mm. get to maybe individual characters and stuff in a second. Um, Let's start from the very beginning. First two-parter opens with the return of the master, first and foremost. Yes. Uh, First of all, just our impressions on the new master.
1: Well, I didn't see Michelle Gomez's performance and I love Michelle Gomez. Oh, that yeah. is a
2: shame. Yeah. She's chewing the scenery, but it is
0: delicious. Yeah, we've had these conversations before. Oh, <laughs> I've seen bits and pieces of her and I really do like I do like Missy mm. a lot.
1: I have no doubt that she would be amazing, because she's like the best thing in Sabrina.
2: Yeah, it's um, very much that energy.
1: Yeah, cool. So I'm sure I would have loved it. So I can't compare him. She plays really to well
2: off the too. Oh, that's good. She's, good. Um, she's a good. mistress.
1: Yeah, I didn't I actually didn't mind him. I thought he was like Pretty camp, and I was here for it.
2: Yeah. Uh, Sasha Dewan is the mm. name of the actor, I should yeah. say. Apparently, he was up at one stage for the role of the Doctor before Joe It really? okay. he, he was considered or or maybe a fan
0: favorite at least. Oh, um, he's
1: a good actor. I can do that. Yeah. yeah.
0: What do you think of the Master Joel? I thought he was great. I really liked it. He, he definitely had some uh, John Sim energy mm-hmm. to it. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, at first, I was like, oh, please don't just rehash that. Mm. Um, but I think he put his own spin on it. And I think his like, chemistry with Jodie Whittaker, when they got the chance to actually have those, especially later on in the series yeah. as well, um, I think... I
1: was relieved when he was in an episode, because I'm like, oh, this episode's going to have like a nice bit of energy to it. Yeah. Which was good.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, he's quite a lot of fun. He's sort yeah. of the Joker-esque yeah. yes. sort of master guy in here, an agent of chaos and mm-hmm. very, very, yeah, all over the place there.
1: I mean, that... <laughs> Shrinking device. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it has. Tissue um, compression. I, I don't know cool. if I'd call it cool. Um oh, it's it's, cool. it's a thing. <laughs>
2: It's an old school Doctor Who thing, Yeah, it though. just
1: makes me laugh every time he does it because he's, like, so maniacal and scary and then he just turns people into tiny D&D figurines. <laughs> yeah. Just making I just, laugh. I just like to imagine
0: he's, like, playing with them when yeah, he's at home. He's like, making yes. them
1: kiss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Mm. Uh, by the end of
2: Spyfall Part 2, mm. uh, the Master reveals that he destroyed Gallifrey yeah. because of a secret that he discovered. Yes. What was our... Initial thoughts on this revelation that Gallifrey honest, is destroyed and all the Time Lords are dead.
1: We all know that my memory is the worst in okay. the world. sure. And there were many seasons in Moffat's run that things were so convoluted that once the season was over and people were like, oh, what about this, this and this? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I, I don't agree. remember any of that. So, in saying that... I already thought Gallifrey was gone. I'd forgotten that it wasn't. And so I was like... At-
2: Did you forget the 50th anniversary episode where they absolutely. saved Gallifrey? Absolutely. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Absolutely. I've forgotten it. I cannot remember it. Like, vaguely, I'm like, oh, maybe I
2: remember that it happening. It was only dealing with the trauma that really. the Doctor been dealing with the last 10 years about having to committed genocide in his own race and how actually he could prevent that from happening. Yeah. Like, it was a pretty big deal. Yeah. And kind of when, one of the best stories I think Doctor's were ever done. When you were telling
1: me, absolutely. And when I was <laughs> watching it, Absolutely. But my life moves on, and once sure. I've stopped watching something, I've stopped watching it. It
2: is interesting though because so I
1: literally I just didn't I was like wait oh I guess it must have been since back.
2: we've been we we're new Who fans right we mm-hmm. didn't watch the classic no. series to right. any real extent yeah. Gallifrey has just been gone like that's mm. we're introduced to um, Eccleston's Doctor and that's his whole thing it's like I'm the last Time Lord yeah yep. and then we find out the Master is still around so wait were there
1: more-, more Time Lords in the old who? Oh,
2: the Time Lords Classic. were all over the place.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, Gallifrey
2: was a place you went to. There were whole story arcs that took place there. Oh, shit. There were Time Lords all over the place. I always the thought Mr. he was always and, like, a
1: tragic figure. And but Russell is that and stuff.
2: No, no, no. He was just one okay. of many Time Lords. He was a rogue mm-hmm. one who went off and did his own thing. The Time right. Lords Stole a police He was a rogue one. one. Yeah, ran away. Were, yeah he, rogue they were a big one. part of it. Right? <laughs> 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 I appreciate that. Um... <laughs> And then, don't infer Star Wars in this house anymore. It's my house. Not, not anymore. Uh, and then, yeah, the, between those eras, the classic Who and New Who, the big mystery was what happened there. Why yeah. was he the last time? Lord? We didn't actually know he was the one that destroyed Gallifrey, I think, at first. I think it was more of a mystery yeah. that he was just the last one remaining. Yeah. And then that continued on until we got to the the 50th anniversary episode, which resolved that, yep. brought Gallifrey b- back, but they were hidden in like a pocket dimension. That's right. And then eventually he went there again during the Capaldi era. He actually went to, right. to Gallifrey again.
1: I did remember the pocket dimension as like yeah. they were talking about it. It was just like that initial though, like, <gasps> it's been destroyed. I was like, bitch, that's old news. Like I already knew about that, yeah. but then I realized I was wrong. This
0: mm-hmm.
2: is my problem with it. Mm. One of the things that I think i w I'm annoyed by this development is that it all it does is do a reset on what Yeah we've been doing.
1: You've what, limited your possibilities now. Right. Yeah. I yeah. was
2: very excited by the idea that bit by bit we'd start to see other Time Lords again. Mm-hmm. You know, they would come back into the four and we could explore potentially explore that culture and what that means mm, and yeah. like see the mischievous monk or see um I don't even know the characters' names, but like other Time Lords that used to be in the series potentially right. or whatever. And then to just take that away again and revert back to what had been done in the um Ross T Davies era and mm. the
0: um Moffat era it's like oh, it's a why do that it does yeah. seem very final with it, in terms of of Gallifrey and 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 things that happened especially when
2: she releases the death particle or whatever it's called yeah. the last episode's
0: like oh we're really taking that off the table mm. are we it's like
2: and, and, and converting the ones that were that were there into fucking cybermasters whatever they called it. it's like jesus
1: christ we're yeah. just like
0: this is—we're not going back there. Okay, I, I like the Sucks. Uh, yeah, I like the, the cyber time lords thing. I kind of like that, but cool.
1: Did you like their cool uh, outfits?
0: Well, I did because it was kind of a bit of a throwback. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah. It was very time lordy. I, I didn't know. I didn't like, realize it, it was fun. And, and, but it was yeah, it was fine. I did not like. it. <laughs> <laughs> like, really?
2: It right. was very campy. However, yeah. there was this big secret. Uh, something about the. I, I think we're talking about the t- Timeless Child. The timeless Child. Uh, that Ooh. series that had been mentioned, I think, in episode two of series eleven as well, but never mm-hmm. really come back in any real way. Um, so that mystery was left hanging, and we we got the feeling we we're going to find out what the Master was talking about some stage of this season. Mm-hmm. Get to episode five, we meet a character named Ruth, who turns out to be another iteration of the Doctor that we've never met. Mm-hmm. We don't know if they take place before Jodie Whittaker, we don't know if they take place afterwards, and neither of them have memory of each other, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. And um, also, I just love the idea that they went back to using the chameleon circuit. I think it's called the chameleon uh, arch, it's called. The thing that uh, the master had been using, as in John Simms' master, but Mm -hmm. also David Tennant had used to pretend he was human to hide Mm. from people who were chasing him. Because that's a fucking cool use of that device. It's amazing. Um, And to reveal this other person is another doctor... Mm. I thought that was bloody exciting. I, was, I was excited by that. Yeah. I yeah. loved that episode. And when I talked about the episode that was one of those episodes, that's the one. For yeah, me. I, I really? really. It was because a I thought the actress portraying mm-hmm. uh, this new doctor, this Ruth doctor, Ruth, yeah. was great to the point where I kind of wish she was our doctor, and. Yeah. <laughs> Also, because it was Mm -hmm. just mind-bending, explode, and blew the- the, made me, again, excited for, well, what's the potential story here? It made me- and the Doctor, for the first time in a while, I thought was challenged. She's all Mm. of a sudden going, I don't understand what's going on here. No, she'd had her shit together for a while. Uh, Gallifrey's gone, apparently. The Master is back. Now, this is other version of me that I don't recognize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, there is uncertainty and confusion, and she starts to even get a little bit snippy at times with her- which is not a lot- but yeah. starts to show a little bit of a rougher edge because she's distressed by
0: this. I thought that was very helpful. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that, yeah, very similar. That episode was the episode where I, for a period of time, especially after Orphan 55, episode three, mm-hmm. just garbage. Like yeah. hot garbage. hate that. which sucks. one of the worst
1: I'm, episodes, if not the worst episode of Doctor Who I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, I agree. laughable. And it sucks. Yeah. I
0: was really excited because it's James Buckley, I think, isn't I, yeah, it? Yeah. And I, I love, love James her. Buckley. Yeah.
1: And oh, I'll- sorry, I thought you were talking about the woman who played.
2: Oh, no, no, no. The Just- Mum. Uh the actress's name. The surprise mum. I- the surprise mum. Oh, yeah, in su- episode three. Oh, uh that is oh, yeah. sorry. Uh, do you mean so when you say surprise mum, you mean uh the woman with the guns, like she was in charge of the yeah. operation. Uh that was Laura Fraser.
1: Yeah, I love her.
2: I love her too. Yeah. We talked funny enough, a couple of episodes ago we talked about a knight's tale. She's the extremely attractive Black blacksmith yeah. right. but she was also in breaking bad as well with okay. american accent i didn't recognize and she, was first she
1: was in a lesbian show called lip service yes mm. we did mention this when yes. we got some pretty- <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah i love her as well i was mm. happy to see her in the show
0: it was a terrible episode <laughs> i feel just-
1: bad for her i'm like yeah. fuck i'm so sorry that you were a part of this it felt like
0: captain planet but worse like Oh, the, way, G. It was G. way Joe, worse! GI Joe, GI Joe messaging at the end of just like you need to do. How carry much your shit planet. can you put
1: in one episode? The point mm. of like the reveal, of, like, and I'm your daughter. I was like, for fuck's sake, it was already a bad episode, a boring episode, it was and then Earth you put these shitty. The re- re- oh. Yeah,
2: the Planet of the Apes, what well, they're the I'm your so daughter. Yeah, it's
1: oh, it's Earth, and yes, it's about. <laughs> Climate change. I was like, yeah. "Fuck you all! Was, Fuck you all! This is so
2: terrible, so bad." A but- problem we talked about last series was that the show felt particularly preachy. It's not mm. like the sh- like yes. Doctor Who couldn't be about things like environmental and stuff, environmentalism and stuff mm. like that before. It has been plenty of times. Yeah. It's been clever about it though. It's been well. I just never felt like plot and theme have ever been so disconnected. Yeah. They're usually much yes. better integrated. Yep. And they keep it uh, at least a little bit personal with a companion or the doctor or someone Is yeah.
0: you feel. Well, the story, story that
1: happens throughout that episode really has nothing to do with the the sermon we get from the doctor at the end. No, it doesn't. That's At nuts. all. It's, it's just like, what? Where did this come from? But that
2: happens multiple times. Mm. I would argue that also happens in Can You Hear Me? Which is the episode you were talking about with Mm. the Yaz stuff, right? Yeah. Where it's like we open and our companions are back on Earth and they go like back to their past lives for a second.
1: I was so excited. I'm like, oh, now like this is going to be the episode where we really kind of connect with these people. Yeah.
2: And they like each have a moment. Ryan, his mate, is struggling. Um, Yaz is having this like anniversary dinner or something with her sister. Mm. And Graham is kind of worried that he might get cancer again one day. And then- the episode happens and it, yeah it's about like nightmares and stuff but it's got to do with these freaking god creatures that are playing some stupid game and then mm. they turn their own fears against them and lock them away again and then we kind of just get like a little bit of an epilogue where he, Ryan's friend is getting therapy or is or is in a men's group and Yaz had this moment three years ago of weakness mm. that doesn't play yeah. into a current character in any way. No. And we're meant to feel something for that. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I like it. The- Graham has a very non conversation with the doctor that resolves his whole mortality fears. I don't understand uh, yeah, uh, mm. yeah. I, it's just it. It though. It, it's like oh, yeah. they added how, in how, those sorry, themes at the just start to remind of the episode. me. Yes.
1: How do they defeat the gods again?
2: Um. They and I, I'm going to struggle to remember because it was mm. uh, there was one of those episodes. It was like uh, Twitter. Um. I believe what happened. Was they go on the ship? They release them. They went down to Earth, yeah, and then I they that. they're going to feast on everyone on yeah, Earth, feast yeah. on everyone's thing, yeah. and then they.
1: But how do our heroes they
2: win? They trapped them
0: back in the prison that the 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 yeah. woman she, was in. What, like, didn't she? Bodies? She used the Sonic to hack the wet willy fingers. <laughs> yeah, to like, and so like,
2: so use the Sonic to hack the wet willy right. fingers and, so put okay, them, and put them back in. them didn't they? Put them back in then, and then they turned the monster from the woman from that's right Aleppo or wherever it was. Yeah that monster against them and put them in the prison with them. This is the thing. It doesn't make any sense. Well, that's though. the thing. It's, it's like, sloppy. It's yeah. not thematically resonant in the any way. The monster
1: obviously is representing like fear and nightmares. She's like, I overcame my fears. I'm like, no, we should have watched our characters overcome their own fears. Agreed. And what that was
2: the is- point of 100%. that
0: character in... <laughs> yeah. Any yep. way, no, it, it was so they could have a character that come in so they could have a monster to fight at the end, yeah, that was it. Because there was no, they couldn't find a logical way to put a, a monster on a in hat, the brain on of, a hat, yeah. And it's just
2: Agreed. like, and and on top of all that, you try to put in this like mental illness story, yeah. If that's like, it's just if, like, this is if on your awful. like little
1: whiteboard in the Rise Room, it's like, okay, this episode's going to be about mental illness. Mm-hmm. Then it should be like either about, yes, overcoming fear, but also being able to do that through the tools of like, you know, friendship and community yeah. and all that stuff. That should be like the monster that you fight back with, as opposed to a random I can imagine a version that, of that, that this. you hack I, yes. and it's just like, centered on
2: Yaz. Yeah. Or centered on Ryan. Yes. I think Ryan would have been a really good, action yeah, person true. to do this with. Mm. Like giving him the idea that maybe he is struggling with some sort of like uh, inner crisis like that, mm. and what that looks like for him, particularly as a young man, could be very interesting thing to talk about in Doctor Who. And mm. just like focus on that one. It, like I still think they need to get rid of at least two of the companions, if not all of them, and get a new one in.
1: Yeah, but like you yeah. could
2: center it on him. And have Graham and yeah, so Graham who's like a father figure to him. Mm. And Yaz, who's like a young friend who sort of under- you know, understands with maybe her history a little bit, mm. and the doctor be trying to help him through it and it's manifest those yeah. ideas. Yeah. Don't give them all these <laughs> terrible, half baked fucking versions of it yeah. to put in there. It's, it's so, so shit.
1: Sorry, just to remind Listen. me, um Ryan's like balance thing, like hand-eye coordination uh, thing, has yes. that been cured? <laughs> Was that cured last season? Is that something no, I can't No, his dyspraxia
0: is... I don't know. I don't it's, know. It's, still it's just more right? an element that's... It... it wasn't
1: a thing, though, I, last I think season. I remember, I'm forgetting, right? I think
0: I remember something like where it was like, oh, it's like you've overcome it, and they just... Like it's a really like half-assed right. like line or something here or
2: there. As you said in the last podcast, all mm. I need to do is have him drop things occasionally mm. or like you know yes. like, lose his balance or Yeah, because we like had moments where he
1: was like shooting hoops and stuff, and he was doing it quite well. And obviously at the end, he throws that bomb that mm. explodes a bunch of Cybermen. Yeah. I was just like you know if we're talking about you know mental illness and the possibility of him sure. having that, like you know he's like amongst you know doing these great adventures and like he's not perhaps the hero that he saw himself as, right. in fact, Yaz is, mm. who's this kind of woman that he knew from school.
2: Hyper-capable, and, yeah, and he, professional he's, cop. He's not
1: like, he's not particularly bright. He's, he doesn't have any great, grand ideas. He's not like the the tough guy because of his dyspraxia. Mm-hmm. Is that what I dyspraxia, think it's dyspraxia yep. Yeah. I think dyspraxia, yeah. Yeah, and he might have some sort of crisis there yep. about that. Um, and we could explore that in Manifest some way. Manifest that as
2: some alien yeah. monster and do that. Exactly. And, but just keep it focused monster on the Monster called toxic
1: masculinity. Who Ooh. knows? Ooh. Who knows? If they want to preach at me, <laughs> there, I'm giving them <laughs> ideas. At least be...
2: Focused in your preaching, at <laughs> <Exactly>. least <laughs> have that preach. Like again, I think Doctor Who can absolutely be about things. It just needs to be mm. incorporated into the plot, hundred percent organically, yeah, 100%. and not feel
0: like it's layered on top of everything that's a, else. That's I, going I on. think mm. you're you, you're hundred percent right. There there is yeah. the potential for a good episode there, and like an episode dealing with these kind of things. Mm. I just think it was just they Poorly they animals. dropped the ball instead of Ryan. Yeah.
1: Um, it's. <laughs>
2: Yes. Nice, I like that. Uh, other big reveals. Obviously, in the last episode, we find out the Doctor is the Timeless Child. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> Whoa. Who would have
2: thought that? Uh, which means she is essentially the progen- progenitor of the Time Lords. They found her... Oh, progenitor? Yeah.
1: Hello, terms. They found, found
2: her... Uh, as an orphan living underneath some sort of temporal schism or something like that, mm. and was adopted by a pre time Lord Gallifreyan, and they she accidentally died, but well, accidentally had a tragic accident that should have resulted in death, mm-hmm. but instead she regenerated. From there, she was experimented upon and possibly made to regenerate multiple times as a child, yeah. Yeah. which suggests that she was deliberately killed multiple times, yeah. which is very fucking dark. And I wouldn't mum. want mm. by her quote-unquote, mom, adopted mother. Mm. Very interesting uh, to see what that would be. I'd like to see the Doctor confront that person in the future, maybe. Mm. Um, And, yeah, that. so the Time Lords got their regeneration abilities from that.
1: Do you think, like, if we've then destroyed Gallifrey, which we're all pretty sad about because it limits possibilities, will we discover a new species that naturally regenerates, which we assume the doctor is.
2: I don't it's a question of this okay. Yeah. This is what I like about this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is that it does feel like the doctor's a fairly known quantity, had been a fairly known quantity up to this point. We would mm-hmm. explored, you know, we'd figured out the the hole that was between um the eighth doctor, and the ninth doctor doctor had been filled in. <laughs> we'd seen a lot of his history uh, her history, childhood, like bits and pieces, where there we didn't know, like the her, his or her original name or mm. their parents and stuff like that. But it it felt like we knew enough, yep. right? We'd seen yeah. childhood moments stuff, and so because it becomes such a known quantity, to add in this element of like, well, actually, you're this other thing that we don't understand. Mm. Yeah, that element of mystery does help, I think, to make the the Doctor seem. Um, I don't know, more fascinating or more mysterious in a way that could be very, very good, I think. Mm-hmm. These past Breathe. lives we've never seen. There's so much potential story-wise for that. Mm. When she was working for The Division or whatever it was. Um, yeah. Whether like, she's I'm an-
1: ex- I want like a spin-off of Doctor in S- the Division. Like, totally. That? Yeah. Yes. Where- Time Lord Spies. Mm. Yes.
2: Whether or not that this is an ability she naturally had because of whatever race she is or whether she developed it because she was sort of living under that temporal schism, which in the past, it suggested that River or Melody Pond Mm. got her Time Lord regeneration abilities because she was conceived inside the TARDIS. So you'd think it'd be something similar to that. Otherwise, it's sort of breaking continuity. Like There's a lot of questions, but those questions are kind of fun. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The problem I have is though is that it does kind of feel like we're maybe making the Doctor so special that it's almost like a you're the chosen one yeah. narrative, that which ooh, is actually, not okay. cool. Yes. Yeah. That was
1: my initial response to it was, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, uh, yeah, it, for me, it was like immediately like, oh, okay, so the Doctor. Well, yes, to us is the most special person in yeah. the universe mm-hmm. because we know her slash him. Absolutely. But doesn't mean they literally need to be the most important person, person in the, the universe. The universe. Yep. Right, yeah, right. Um, so it, it really does depend where they take it from here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, my initial response to it was like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I was not really interested in that. But, I mean, we'll see. Like, it's just that first step towards, like, I guess what that adventure is going to look like. But, yeah, I'm, I, I'm slightly I've, concerned about it.
0: I just I, – I found it – at first I was like, okay, this is interesting. And then, like, mm-hmm. doing some, like – just like jumping on online afterwards to sort of do a, a little bit of research mm. um, on some stuff that happened in those last, in, especially in The Timeless Children. Yeah. Um, I found that uh, like a lot of, I mean, surprise, surprise, a lot of like classic Who fans were not happy with this because mm. it basically retcons a lot of stuff. But the, it basically retcons the fact that William Hartnell was mm. the first Doctor because technically he wasn't and mm. people are shitty about that. But I was like, cool, go have a cry about that. Fucking move on. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's interesting. She was
2: forced to revert back to a childlike state. So they basically erased her past and then went back to a child. And so all the stuff of like being a child, being raised on Gallifrey is real. It was like everything was, it was like a good place, complete erasure back to a baby state. And she's almost a completely different person. In that regard, mm-hmm. she's still the first. Yeah, could be the first doctor at that point. I don't know. And it's also, like Doctor doc-
1: Ruth says, she's like, "Well, has it ever like changed you, like, or mm. bothered I loved- you who you were before?" It's like, mm. "Well, no."
2: I love that line. Just except because- when it did, when he was the war doctor, and that was a massive problem for well, him, well, and a secret he
0: yeah. hid from the universe. But yeah, yeah, go on. I love that line because I like I like that as a gen- <laughs> whoops. I love that as a general mantra. Like sure, I, sure, sure, sure. I, I think that was a really cool line. I was like fuck yeah, that's awesome. Like it made me feel good as a person. Um, but, yeah. How like, many
1: war crimes have you committed, Joel? Oh, Tell us now. Jesus. Bojack
0: Horseman would like to hear that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that
1: yeah, here me. it is. Yeah. Have you ever been limited by who you were yeah. before? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I, I, that really resonated with me. But, uh, yeah, I, I generally found that I was like, okay, this is interesting. I, like, And then now even just doing a bit of research and, and, and seeing about like – the, the, the Morbius Doctors and stuff yeah, like that. So this is
2: an important point. You're right that some people have gone, oh, this undoes things. What about the 12 regeneration limit and like, oh, what does this mean for this and that and that? And it's like, okay, but at the same time it actually answered a massive plot thing that had not been looked at for 44 years. So the precedent here was Mm. that uh, I take this from the article Doctor Who's big reveal just solved a 44 year old mystery via Morgan Jeffrey at Radio Times and I quote from the article The Timeless Children has linked to the has linked, sorry to the 1976 Doctor Who story The Brain of Morbius Mm. starring Tom Baker as the Doctor. In that story the Doctor engages in a mind-bending contest with the Time Lord criminal criminal Morbius. So there were other Time Lords back then just so. The machines uh, as he struggles against the powerful Morbius the machine displays the Doctor's face, and then that of his previous incarnations, as played by uh, John Pertwee, Patrick Troughton, and William Hartnell, but it doesn't stop there. The machine then displays eight more faces, Mm. though some fans have argued that these eight faces depicted past incarnations of Morbius, the intention of the Doctor Who production team, and I've watched the clip, the intention of the clip, Mm. was to suggest that there were... um, uh, pre hartnell incarnations of the Doctor. Mm-hmm. And you actually see those eight faces when she's breaking out of the Matrix yes. at the, in that last episode. Um, you go through all of those things and then you see those eight faces, which mm-hmm. are all white men with scraggly 70s beards, I might mm-hmm. add. <laughs> they all production team. They're all production team. We've stuff gone through like that. faces, yeah. haven't we? And then yeah. it ends on Ruth, mm-hmm. right? So there's this deliberate suggestion that we're travelling back through the Doctor's timeline yeah. there and specifically answering that Question that's been part of the law and unanswered for 44 fucking years. That's yeah. pretty cool. I yeah. think that's really awesome. And it um, could be
1: so much fun. It yeah, can be it.
2: fun. 100%. The problem will be is if. If there's a fucking prophecy
1: mm-hmm. or if there's <laughs> any suggestion
2: that she's some sort of <laughs> celestial being or yeah. like guardian of the universe god type creature, yep. fuck that. But oh, if the suggestion god. is that she was an accident that was happened upon, that yes, created the Time Lords... But she was abused and used to the point mm. where they deleted her memory to forget it and she's been running away from that very traumatic past that she doesn't even really remember her entire life. And that's part of the reason she's on the run away from the Time Lords. That that can work. As totally as, work. I really
1: enjoy that, broad. Thank yeah. you so much. You're making it, me like feel happy again. And it I could really appreciate yeah. it. But they need to but if if it leans into that mm. chosen one yep.
0: thing, fuck it. <laughs> Which I mean, look, it, 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 at this point, it could very well go either way. Mm. Like, or it could go something completely different that's even more rubbish than. Or well, they could completely that, but... ignore it and not go back there again. Like, we don't, There's not, <laughs> well, there's not true,
2: even yeah. a promise that there is more to be told from this. Yeah. Um, they could leave it alone for 44 years and come back to it later. Like, yeah. we just don't don't know. Uh, let's I mean, talk- the
1: next season could be just like Doctor Who in Orange Is the New Black, but we'll see. We'll find out. <laughs> you know what? Sounds well, well, to well, be interesting. Mm. Hey, they've done similar stuff. Mm. I think there's a
2: whole season or like a fourteen episode or something like a big arc. that's just the Doctor on trial. That's just him oh, on Gallifrey, wow. just in a trial. Like that's uh, it's a. Uh, that's a notable part right, of Doctor right. history. Like the last episode of Seinfeld, yeah. Yeah, something yep, like that. Got it. Um, uh, let's talk about The Doctor, though. Compared mm. to last season, did we feel like we knew The Doctor better? Do we have any more attachment to her? We talked about... I, I struggled, I think, with Jodie Whittaker's first season to really know what the idea or the thesis mm-hmm. behind this version of The Doctor was. I felt like I understood that with Eccleston and with Tennant and with Matt Smith and even with Capaldi. But Jodie, I was struggling to get, like, she was fun and I liked Mm. the performance, but I wasn't really sure what we were getting at with this version of the Doctor. Mm. Did you think there was any better this season?
1: Well, now that we've, yes, I connected with her more. The problem remains that, like, how we learn to love the Doctor, no matter their reiteration or... Incarnation? Incarnation. Thank you so much. Regeneration. Um is through the relationships they make. Definitely. Um, so, there is still a huge lacking. And I think now that we've spoken a bit about it and we're talking about past trauma, particularly childhood trauma, it really makes a lot of sense that Jodie's um, performance of the doctor is very childlike. Sure, so, we're talk- yeah. talking about a, a regressed person. hmm Reliving trauma or having to perhaps deal with childhood trauma, I think it's probably a really good move. If they—that's if they do that. But yeah, she is very childlike. She's very different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm—I'm I'm coming to enjoy. I mean, I love her performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm coming to enjoy what I am allowed to have of her, which isn't a lot.
2: In what sense that, in, that there's not like, enough focus on her? Do you there's think there's not or?
1: enough seeing her really connect with people? That's—that's yeah. yeah. that's what I'm missing. So I, it's, it is hard to feel a genuine connection with this Doctor for that reason.
2: Do you think the inclusion... I empathise
1: them- with her and I think jo- like Jodie Whittaker's performance is so good that, it, you know, you feel that. But yeah, sorry, go on.
2: Do you think the inclusion of the Master helps with that in the sense that last season, our companions just look at her as this awe-inspiring god. They're so thankful to be around her and think she's amazing. Mm. And so we don't get... She doesn't even talk about her history really in that season at all. I so- think
1: mostly with uh, Dr. Ruth.
2: Dr. Ruth is the thing. I think is
1: is really, really helpful to kind of see like her, well, most of the season is her talking to herself, to see her talk to herself, but also there is someone there who is it. also yeah. like a very different version of the doctor Definitely. as well. That's really helpful. And yeah, the master does help to not, yeah. It's a d- direct
2: connection to their history. They have a shared yeah. history together. They
0: understand each other in very yeah. complex ways. There's a lot there. I did yeah, like obviously. the fact that like You were saying about how, like, the, the the companions were seeing her as this, like, you know, all-powerful being and that were in love with her and mm. enamored with her and all this mm. sort of stuff. Uh, in the, the last season, I did like that the had kind of worn off for them in this season. They were kind of like – they didn't really explore it all that much, but they were like, uh, why aren't you telling us about yourself? Like, we've been traveling with you for so long. Why won't you fucking open up to us? Like – that's kind of what I mean. Like, I agree with you that they they did throw
2: in those breadcrumbs here and there. They'll often mm. open an episode with that or end an episode with that idea. But boy, did it ever, ever amount to anything no, in a plot in a yeah. story well, there's a in line the way that season resolves.
1: That they say to her, I think Graham says it, but they all like kind of nod where he's like, oh, we do know who you are. And I was just like, do you? Do I you didn't
2: have- hate that. I know I know what you're saying there, that moment. I
1: just like, I'm, yeah, There's. there's... Lines out there that exist, sure, but like I want to fucking see it. Yes, I want to see yes. that they know who she is. Yeah. That's my issue. The Ugh.
2: sentiment might be uh, notable or or positive or something you want to see, but it's not backed up by yeah. what you're seeing on screen. I agree. Uh, in general,
0: though, you're enjoying the. Jodie Doctor? I mean, everything you guys said is true. Like, I love her performance and I think that's what gets me through it because I, I think she's genuinely refreshing mm. and fun and entertaining to watch. I think having the master there, I think they had really good chemistry together. Mm-hmm. Um, and because Sasha his performance was amazing as well. Mm-hmm. I really liked how, like, when you said about, like, he was very Joker-esque. Mm. I was like, that's exactly what it is. Mm. Um, and I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, but, yeah, I just... She's doing the best with what she's been given yeah,
2: to work you, with, the, I think. We talk about writing a lot. And you can like look at just the individual lines in terms of dialogue, I think, is not particularly sharp or all that fun. There are moments that work mainly through performance and anything else. But it is the, the quality of the stories and the structure and all of that is where she's completely let down, I think. Yeah, yeah. just the opportunities there to do anything more interesting than just talk to herself through a problem and then go, I'm brilliant. Mm. Doesn't, doesn't get, tend to get much further than that.
1: Yeah. No, there's only, I think, one line that I half chuckled at, which was, it was, yeah, Ruth saying it, which like the guy at the cafe puts down the dossier. Yeah. And she's like, Is that an actual dossier? <laughs> and, like, that made me laugh. But like, I used to have so much more fun. I think they've tried to make her so high energy and fun and wacky, but it feels so much less fun. It's just, like, I'm not laughing. I'm not, like, excited that my friends are going off on an adventure and all that kind of stuff. It's just, yeah, flat, like I said. It feels
0: like that coming into it that they they felt like they were on the back foot because they were going to get a lot of backlash because I definitely don't agree with this, but, like, you know, a woman's becoming the doctor. And, Mm. like, so they were, like, we need to give her something. Oh, she's crazy and kooky. Mm. People will love that. They love that with all the other ones. And the the reason why we liked it with – previous iterations of the doctor is because they backed it up with story it was nothing to do with gender it was nothing to do with race mm. it was just they had genuinely interesting stories and i think we sort of got there a little bit at the end but it we was very started convoluted to, yeah and the thing that i really
2: miss again is like unfairly but maybe not unfairly go back through some of the old doctors that i love is that there's all there's this ability for the doctor to get real serious and and kind of dark. And scary. very scary. scary. Yes. Like the doctor is also an intimidating presence at times. It's like when you
1: have a teacher that you love so much. And then you know, all of a sudden they start yelling at someone in class. And you yeah. are the most terrified you've ever been in your fucking life. Yeah. like, uh, Yeah. Why are you yelling?
2: Yeah. And there is a little bit of that. There's a bit in the last couple of episodes we she's talking about how this is not a flat team structure. Yeah. I am the centre of that. this. I I'm was at like, the peak. At the mm-hmm. peak of this, right? And yeah. she took charge and was like, you don't get to make a say here. This is fucking my decision. Yeah. Um, yep. That was probably the
0: only time I've really felt Jodie Doctor getting to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there were, there were parts where we were getting there. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, we were getting this, like, you know, she's starting to get a little bit frustrated with, like, Team Tardis asking her all these questions and everything else that was going on, and the Master coming in and and She was just like, "Enough already, okay? Everyone, just shut up. Yeah. Let me do what I'm trying to do here." Mm. Um, I actually really liked that. Was, I I'm not going to say if it was my favorite or not yet, but <laughs> uh, I, I really liked. Oh, I wonder <laughs> uh, the the, 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 uh, the haunting of Villa Diodati. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it was. One of the episodes that, like, it, it could have operated as a standalone episode and I was still very invested in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it had little breadcrumbs in there that, or things that were setting up for the, the final two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a, like, a period setting as well, which are generally kind of fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and it was, I found it genuinely terrifying in some parts. There, mm. was, there were scary elements of that episode. Um. I don't do super well with horror. This is true. Uh, I'm, I'm not great <laughs> with horror. And, and there was no jump scares in that, but this is the type of horror I like. There was this like,
1: mm.
0: I, I'm like, you know, unnerving sense of dread constantly there and I, that I felt anyway. Uh, and I feel like even though I had it a little bit spoiled, like having that lone Cyberman come back. Mm. And then after having like, you know, being warned about that by, you know, Captain Jack no less
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: saying, you know, beware the lone Cybermen, don't give them what they want. Yeah. And then to see her finish and just be like, no, I'm going to give you this, mm. and the rest of the team going. It was why um, why she episode you for the season. One
1: yeah. of the yeah.
2: better moments there was when she was having to make a decision between killing is it Percy, Percy Shelley, Shelley. Yeah. and uh, giving the Siberian whatever it was called to yep. the lone the side. The MacGuffin, yeah, MacGuffin. Thank you, and <laughs> those moments where the doctor has to make. Decisions that nobody should have to make. Yeah. Not one of the best episodes ever made, but The Beast Below... Oh, sorry, just a version of this I like. The Beast Below, which is the second uh, 11th Doctor episode, is not, like, overall a fantastic episode, but there's a moment in that where he's like, I am going to have to make this creature brain-dead to keep the human race that exists on the back of this fucking whale alive. And that is, like, a heart And you're seeing him, like... Like he says, like I'm gonna have to change my name because I'm not the doctor anymore if I'm doing this. But it's like the decision I have to. It's the it's the best option. A bunch of terrible options. Mm. And those moments, oh, that's what Doctor was capable of. Yeah. So yeah. a moment like that really hits for
0: me. Yeah, uh, it, it was. Uh, I really liked that that whole episode. I really. I and plus side note, I really like. The design of the Lone Cyberman, I think. He, yeah, he was cool. The half-cracked face uh, open. And
2: even the contradiction of a Cyberman that actually is still holding on to emotion was yeah. fun
0: to play with. Like, mm. that's that there's something there. There's some texture there that's... Fun thing. Apparently, the voice actor, uh, the, the, the guy who played, I think it's the, the, the same person, the the Lone Cyberman, mm. was the voice actor that talked that first mentioned the Timeless Child in Episode 2 of Series 11. Oh, really? Interesting. I think... Don't hold me to that, but I think I heard something about that, and I was like, oh, okay... Um, yeah. let's talk about the companions a little bit more before
2: we move on obviously I think we all agree there's too many companions and they yeah. don't do enough with them Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already talked about Yaz's weird moment from three years ago that <sighs> just gets thrown in at the end of uh, Can You Hear Me?
0: Look, don't get me wrong I liked the, the resolution of there. it and the sentiment but and I got a smile out of me I was like oh that's nice but then I'm like well why? Like, but it feels like an idea someone had for
2: like a short film or something they've gone I've got this idea yeah. I want to put it in somewhere can we just throw it in here it's like No, you can't. It doesn't fit there. And also,
1: like, you know, the connective tissue obviously, to see her at her lowest low and then to see like who she is now, who's like a very capable person. Sure. But I didn't know Yaz, who, you know, was thinking about running away, slash, you know,
0: Imagine if she met the doctor at that point. Yeah. Imagine if she joined the doctor then. Yeah. You so know? that's the thing. Like, yeah. I, I think that's why I, that had the biggest problem I have with <sighs> it and why I found it so jarring, is because we didn't know that. we were like, oh, okay, cool. We am I supposed to all of that? Am I supposed to feel yeah. something for the for for this
1: moment? Ah, because I don't possible. get it. Yeah. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. She's also,
2: I th- think she's in love with the doctor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right? She is. Well, right. she
2: said she, there was a talk about, like, when I think it's in the Mary Shelley episode, actually, yeah. they're talking about, like, people, you know, unrequited love or whatever. And she says she's got that, but mine's a little more complicated. It's yeah. not Ryan. It's got to be the doctor. Yeah. And that oh, was implied in the first season. I, yeah.
0: Like, the, the theory I have, well, I was watching an episode of Who Beans and they brought it up um, about that mm. and I, they they mentioned it maybe referring to the master no she's talking about do I, no. I, I don't know like I, I i'd be kind of interested like maybe she's been controlled by him but i mean it doesn't really matter now anyway because
1: absolutely not he's no. definitely <laughs> it's, dead it's,
2: it's, wink wink yeah. yeah
0: he died off screen so therefore must be dead yeah
2: no they'll bring <laughs> him back somehow but does that does that resonate with you at all Oh I mean,
1: yeah it's been
2: yeah in love with the doctor gay
1: for the doctor yeah totally i'm I definitely think that she is. Absolutely. In terms yeah. of
2: what the show is doing with it, though, is that like, um, which is at this point, I think mentioning
1: there's certainly,
0: <laughs> <Just winking>. yeah, <laughs>
1: alluding to it. I think, well, what's happened in the past with that is like, that's what happened is the companion will like kind of allude to being interested. And then yeah. as time goes by, as their connection grows and it becomes more complicated. Mm. Sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, Graham, um, yeah, I don't know. Graham, without his whole having to deal with grief from last season, is just sort of a joke machine. And I understand what you're saying about him being your favourite companions. Yeah. And certainly he's charming. I also think he's a crutch they lean on to just be dorky grandpa. Oh, and he's yeah, not yeah. providing 100%. anything else
0: anymore. 100%. Yeah. yeah.
1: He absolutely is just there to, like, read lines. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
2: but I did want to suggest that in that last episode, mm. when... The doctor has the death particle slash miniature Cyberman attached to the bomb, right? And mm. she's threatening to blow up oh all God. of them for the sake of, you know, saving the universe or whatever.
1: Yeah. Old and then mate, what's his face just strolls in? Oh,
2: yeah. She she's not going to do it. Yeah, and then. Barris and Selmy from Game of Thrones. Yeah, they
1: have a conversation about how he's going to do it.
2: Walks in and goes, I'll do it because I apparently was the one who sent the Cyberman back in time. This was never alluded to or suggested in any complex way previously. Mm. And so, therefore, it's on me to do it. You can leave. And the Doctor says, sure, mate, I'm out of here. What if, just for a second, what if that was Graham? I thought it was going to be because there's a part when, when... A, we'd lose a companion and God knows we need less companions. Yeah. And b, he's had this whole mortality problem for a while. and c, he he thinks the doctor's the most important person in the world. He'd be it yeah. makes sense. I think actor. like that
1: is a really smart idea. but what I kept coming back to in like thinking about, oh, maybe they'll kill off Graham because that's a mm-hmm. you know a good resolution, is that they cannot kill Ryan's only family now, which oh. is Graham. Yeah, they can.
2: Because then I that's mean, a complex issue for Graham, and he has to learn that family doesn't. While like he's adopted family
0: anyway, he can continue to adopt. I think adopt they can.
1: Family. I don't think they will. Is what well, I'm yeah, saying. Well,
0: the answer is they didn't. I <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. Do I that. honestly thought because I I thought this season was going to end with with Graham, uh, carking mm. it somehow. I, I thought that was how we were going to wrap up. Yeah. It was going to happen. He had that speech with Yaz, and it felt like he had that speech with Yaz. Yeah, he goodbye. had the speech with the Doctor, yeah. as bad as it might have been. But like mm. he yeah. had that speech with the Doctor, and then there's that part where the Doctor is like. I've got to go do this. And she's looking back at the campaign. It's like, we don't want to let you do this. Mm. And they kept focusing on Graham. And Graham looked like he was about to say, I'll go. And I was waiting for that moment. And it just never happened. And then, old oh, mate, we've just met an episode ago that, yeah, like you said. We appar- don't have any attachment to. No. And, and apparently, yeah, I, I completely missed the fact about also, it. Also,
1: the blocking of that scene is, is just insane. Just the way that scene runs is nuts. Yeah. So, talking to the master, the doctor, <laughs> And then this old guy walks in who's like I'll do it. There's a million cybermen or cybermasters whatever just standing there doing nothing. And he's just then allowed to like they doctor and the old guy have a conversation about how he's going to do it. The master must just be standing there listening to this conversation. <laughs> they switch over. The doctor is allowed to leave and then he has an opportunity to blow it. It's just insane and so fucking dumb. Yeah. 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 Ugh.
2: Yeah. Oh, Agreed. Uh, Ryan, yeah.
0: who? Yeah, <laughs> who the fuck is Ryan?
2: What is Ryan
1: he's, doing? He's here? Not, He doesn't do anything this season.
0: Does nothing. He sucks on his thumb a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, in That's that episode. So dumb. That, that, oh, that, Far mm. that episode. That out. That episode.
2: What is up. his relationship to the doctor? What is his relationship? <sighs> even with, I mean, even with Graham, I don't think they've really gone past the. I guess I love you stuff from last season they're not building on that or challenging that or anything
0: when they that that moment happened i was like okay this is cool we can maybe we explore this a little Mm. bit more in this nope just they work together as a team now that's they've come to grips with it like there's nothing there there's nothing i could see a version
2: of this show with a jodie whittaker doctor and a ryan type character that's her companion Mm. just just ryan yeah that could be very interesting in terms of like that dynamic of yeah. the younger man and the older woman and like all that sort of stuff going on. And maybe a younger man falling in love with a female doctor would be interesting too because we yeah. keep seeing these young women throw themselves at the doctor. Yeah. And, <laughs> and stuff like that. You, there's a lot of places to go mm, yeah. and put a bit of a twist on things.
1: I think like inclusion is just getting nothing. to know a new doctor is such a big thing and there's so much to like, figure out. You really need one companion to focus on to, like, build the one-on-one relationship. Like, yep. starting it off with three is such a huge fucking mistake, and it's so dumb. I it's, just... I can't see... It's this see- huge thing, like, giant log in the room they keep tripping over time and time again, and they just refuse to, one, remove it, to even acknowledge that it's an issue. It's just like, oh, for fuck's sake.
0: I don't know. Personally, I want to know what the thought process behind them actually putting three... Companions in there in the first place was I don't know I don't know how they came. They to They keep talking about fam, so I feel like that was the
2: pitch, okay. but I don't feel like they've executed. They don't. They don't know how to execute no, them at, why at all. Three?
0: You can do that with two.
2: Two and the Doctor would still. No, I think that's a different dynamic. Like you okay. look at like Rory and Amy, right? And okay. they. It was like it was them, and then this third other like third wheel that kept coming into their mm. lives and that was a very specific dynamic I think which did right. result in sort of a family thing but it's more like he's the other man to Rory to Amy's Rory sort of thing and like right. and it created this weird sort of like menage a trois almost going on there <laughs> Um whereas what they're doing with the older generation Graham and then the two younger people and the doctor is they are kind of creating a family unit but they don't know what to do with it no no, no, don't. I, the, no.
1: there is no sense of family there's I they don't. say it. They say it all a lot. The time. A lot. Any last words? Final thoughts. That's why you always leave a note.
2: All right, I got a bunch of side notes, right. little things I just want to touch on very, 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 very quickly. Okay. Um, I love the master was annoyed. Hori's problem with the Doctor is that a part of the Doctor defines him. Is yeah. like in his DNA felt very Doctor, very sort of, like, um, shallow and, like, so specific. And, like, I, I thought it was a very good motivation. Very, very master as well. Like, it felt very, very mastery. yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the word. Just a particular sort of, like, pettiness to it that mm, I liked yep. about that. I thought was really good. Um, a couple of the ongoing problems I have with this season, and it's not like it's not existed in the past, but... So often episodes start just because they're being super nosy. It's not that there's anything necessarily going on. I think Orphan 55, whatever it's called, is a good Mm. example. They just like, we arrive on this planet and start being super nosy. And they're not even using the like psychic paper to get people on side. They just start being, when they go to Hong Kong, and they like approach that guy and like, what are you doing, mate? It's like, why should he tell them
1: anything?
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Really, really weird. Um, another one was I also sort of think the doctor is getting really careless and doesn't seem to care that people die around her all the time anymore. Mm-hmm. And I actually think there's a version of the doctor. You brought this up last time we talked about it. Mm. That could be interesting if she just starts to not disconnect from humanity yeah. a little bit and care less. But whatever, it could go there. Why? So Captain Jack came back.
1: Mm-hmm. I was so excited to see him, and then he was gone.
2: They did nothing. With I was it. so
1: excited. I'm like, fuck yeah, he's gonna like join and like. He's going to be in the TARDIS with them and perhaps, like, have that familiarity, have that relationship with her, have that mm, sexy, sexy mm. dynamic. Um, and he might, like, help us get to know everyone. He might, like, really propel the season along. Gone instantly. Uh, so so of, disappointed.
0: I really like, I love the scene where he just thought Graham was the doctor. Sure. And mm-hmm. just assumed. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Um, but surely he's showing up in the Christmas special, right? Oh, that would be good. Like oh, that's... If he shows
2: up in the Christmas special and breaks her out, uh-huh. Uh huh. you know what? That would
0: that would take me a long way because the biggest disappointment was just that he was there and didn't interact with the mm. Doctor at all. So yeah. I remember seeing Chris Chibnall say that... Like, I, I, he was saying like mid-season about a couple of things and after that episode aired, he's like, we're not seeing Jack again for the rest of this series, for this okay. season. Mm. And then he said, for this season. Mm-hmm. But I think he might be alluding to the fact that he's coming back at some point, in some way, shape, or form. I, would hope I think so. the Christmas uh, special would be a good spot to do uh, it. I think that would be perfect. Actually, yep. I would mm-hmm. love that. Yep. Um. I also I did have
2: to thank Jack though for getting the companions out of the story so that the Doctor <laughs> and Ruth could just do their own thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we already mentioned some of the guest actors uh, in terms of Laura Frazier, who was blacksmith from uh, a Night's Tale, and also and Selmy. Um, from Game of Thrones. Uh, Also, some bizarre moments I wanted to bring up. Mm. When she's trapped with her, she's like, she's strapped into this thing. I think it's in Can You Hear Me or whatever it is. is. And then she, like, wiggles the sonic screwdriver out of her pocket and it somehow flies up into her hand. What the fuck happened there? She's
1: a Jedi now. (laughs)
0: Like, (laughs) fucking, I, I, oh, man, I (laughs) almost hard checked out at that point. I was like, nope. That, don't do this. It's can I, insane. Can I tell you one of my favorite moments
2: of the series, Ooh, though? It was what? very weird. It was. It's so. It's stupid, but it was so stupid. It was funny to me. There's a bit in um, the Tesla episode, which I quite liked. I might say as yeah. well. I thought the, the Tesla episode was really good. <laughs> where Yaz is running through like these wide open streets of New York or whatever, being chased by <laughs> giant scorpion creatures, <laughs> and she tips over a very tiny cart of bread yep. to Yuck. like slow them down. Yep. That was hilarious. It I was thought that great. was so funny. <laughs> that was really good. A uh, couple of logic holes. Mm. At the end of the one about the astronaut that like disappeared and the plastic eating Praxis. Uh, Praxis, yeah. whatever.
1: I forgot about that episode, yeah.
2: The another very preachy episode that didn't really mm. do anything with its premise. They, they, that guy's. So the 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 husband or the boyfriend or whatever's come from London. The astronaut mm-hmm. has disappeared. Yeah. They've ended up in Madagascar, I think. Yeah,
1: I believe and so. And then
2: the doctor says bye and just leaves them there.
0: Yep. And they have to make their own way back. No, the, the best part is though. Like, she asks them though. She's like, "You guys are like like hey, what are you going to do?" They're like, "Oh, we might go on our honeymoon." And the vlogger is just like, "Yeah, I might tag along as well." I'm like.
1: It's not how La honeymoons bitch, work. We we're going on a
0: honeymoon.
2: Like I just think w- when they say their honeymoon, how are they? Go- what's the explanation here? Oh yeah, I yeah. went and found. Do him. they you have just their re-
1: papers? Yeah, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> they, they
2: don't have their visas. <laughs> they got nowhere booked. They even have money on them. <laughs> what are they going to do? Where, and how that's do they wh- explain? Oh, yeah, I'm
0: alive, and I was in Madagascar, yeah. and I was Those where the travel now. That's they where the travel vlogger dead. comes into it. She uses her like street smarts to help him out. Like, oh, that's our. There work. you go. That that's makes excellent. sense. That's where it's supposed to connect. Very
2: yeah. very nitpicky one, but one that annoyed me in the Mary Shelley episode. Mm. Why did the TARDIS not translate the French maid? The um, TARDIS translates everything, everything, and Graham could not understand the maid who was speaking French. Why? The TARDIS should translate that automatically. Maybe
1: because, because the TARDIS plot. assumed that Graham would know French because he should because they're so fucking close. That it didn't bother. <laughs> um oh, and some headcanon. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Okay.
2: Uh, there's a bit in the last episode, I think, when the cyber, the lone cyberman is on the ship with the other cyberman. And he starts like attacking the Cybermen that's, like, in cryogenic sleep or whatever. He's, like, mm. upgrading them or something, isn't that's he? Screaming. Like That's that. Yeah. yeah. Was he upgrading them? Was that what was
1: happening?
0: Uh, I, I missed what was I going think, on. I thought I think, he
1: was waking them up or something, right?
0: I think he was, rem- from what I gathered and from what I've seen people talk about, he was removing, like, the last bit of humanity from them, like, of the...
1: No, no, because that's it's what he, side he, was, man. Already converted. Yeah, he was talking to the master about like they don't have that technology yet. But when they do, then they're going to do the death okay. cycle. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. think All he right. was just either waking them up or being a dick. I don't know. <laughs>
2: okay. uh, another interesting little loose end. I hope they tie up. Mm. They get off Gallifrey by taking two TARDISes. Mm hmm. Away.
1: There's now two TARDISes in play.
2: There's two other TARDISes, not including the Doctor's own TARDIS, which she left on that fucking Cyberman planet in episode... The second last episode is still there. Was
1: that the tree? Uh, Well, no, no, there's the tree.
2: Ascension of the Cyberman, yeah. Yeah, the tree is left wherever she was. There's also the one that... Team TARDIS yeah. left Flat. as a house on Earth <laughs> yes. that's just there. That like a There's housing just a TARDIS there now.
1: A free lot with a fence going directly yeah. into there it. Are In a commission stories, housing
2: area. There like. are stories about aliens trying to make Time Lord technology, mm-hmm. how powerful Tardis are. There's just one just hanging out on Earth now. Yep, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Mm-hmm. Might they do something with that? And yep. I think the Doctor's TARDIS is just hanging around somewhere too. Yeah, cool. because yeah, def- she definitely didn't go back for it. She didn't get it. back the TARDIS either. Which, Like, ah, oh, ah, mm. oh, what is going on? One last point.
1: Well, I assume that the, the Jadoon or whatever, they would have confiscated it, right?
2: Uh, I hope that, yeah, yeah it's uh, sitting okay. in a storage in a docking
1: locker docking somewhere. somewhere yeah. <laughs> and her and Jack will go and get it. Yeah.
2: Final point so we can mm. move on because I've talked too much. I still love the opening title so much. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, the best it's series great. ever had.
1: I have one note. Yes. I just thought of it then. Um, I think that Ada Lovelace, Lovelace should be a reoccurring character sure. and her and the Doctor should have a thing.
2: She was very cool. Yeah. I liked her a lot. I enjoyed
1: really well their dynamic. Yeah. I would
0: not say no to that. That would be mm-hmm. kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have anything, Joe? Um, you were saying before about, uh, in your um, spoiler-free review about the music and yeah. how you were disappointed in it. I thought, that, well, for the most part, I didn't like, really pay much attention to it. Um, I think in Spyfall... Especially in the first, in part one.
2: Oh yeah, they were doing something because they were trying to evoke James Bond.
0: But but I liked that. I was like, this is kind of fun. It's the same way I feel about like you know very nerdy video game reference. When I hear Snake Eater from Metal Gear Solid Three, it's very Bond. It's very that is a whole other level. They are not comparable. I know (laughs) Snake Eater
2: is a masterpiece (laughs) because it's so tongue in cheek, but it goes the whole way, Okay, the
0: whole way to being its own great thing. I don't know. I just got that really did get me in the mood for a spy. And especially that first half, I really liked how that all played out. Uh, I think they sort of, they sort of. Dropped off a little bit in the second half. But I, I think I, it got me in the mood for an episode that was called Spyfall. It, them dressing up in tuxedos and trying to infiltrate mm. a party. I really liked that. It's-
1: okay, it bothered me that they couldn't give the Doctor a better suit to wear. They yeah. Couldn't. You didn't like her? No, suit? no. It was terrible. It was awful. Bow wasn't cool though. It wasn't well fitted. At- oh, I don't true. mind the bow tie. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't was well fitted. Yeah, it was just right. like a bad suit. It annoyed me. Mm.
2: Um, yeah. Do you like... Apart from the Doctor Who theme song, mm. is there any piece of music that like you can remember? Oh god, no, no. That's that plays what I mean. Through like, your head, do I you don't remember music theme? from shows at all. So do you, you can't do ask you me think that. you remember any of of Murray Gold's score from the previous Doctor Who?
1: Not on the top of my head. No, if Not you the played the Doctor's theme, dun, dun, no, dun, if you played dun, it, dun, I, dun, I would dun, recognize dun, it. Dun, 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 but dun, I don't okay. remember it. I'm oh, not man. walking around my house humming oh, the music from. It's Doctor It's not like Who. me Always. after after
0: watching after watching Mandalorian, where I just constantly hum yeah, that theme in mm. my head. That's like amazing. That, as, soon as I think about it, It's that's a perfect example like, though. With a show where his identity is so strong, I hum strong. the
1: main yeah. theme, but just random score stuff. No, okay. I'm not doing that. Sorry, yeah, you know. a very different beast. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think we found that.
2: Uh, yeah. Least favorite and favorite episode, uh, Joel. What was your least favorite episode?
0: <laughs> Orphan 55. Yeah, garbage. Why? Why 55, just garbage, that's it I, I hated, I just, I hated I don't mind, like you said, I don't mind preachy I don't mind it being preachy When sometimes it's like, okay well, whatever. But this one, it felt like the Doctor Turns to face the camera When you need to look after Earth Or mm. Earth will get destroyed Like, it felt so, like shoehorn directed and I'm like, oh, mm. I hate this yep. so much. If anyone's if anything's gonna make me check out from a message anymore, it's when you try and sit down, sit me down in a chair and go, fucking mm. listen to this. I'm telling me chair. a bad
1: story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, well that's it, yeah. On. That's the thing.
0: Like I was just yeah. Did not care. Uh, Damascus. What was your least favorite episode?
1: Orphan Fifty Five was fucking terrible. Like I was watching him Like this is a truly terrible you episode. You texted of me. Tal- we
2: very rarely like interacted. We, we all don't that talk a about the shows we're watching until we get to recording. And you were just like, episode three is the worst, worst thing so
1: I've bad. ever seen. <laughs> um, yeah, I just like the whole. I'm actually her daughter. She's like, I've spent my whole life wondering about her and she's never wondered about me. So now I'm going to blow oh, up mm. like hundreds of people. It was just dumb. The whole like, oh, my God, this is earth. I was like, fuck off. I don't care. There were too many characters. There was too much going on. That yep. stupid old woman was annoying as fuck. I don't care about her husband. I, I didn't care about that at all. Oh, yes, None of- yes, oh. of course I will. Oh, God. None of it was interesting i didn't learn anything about the doctor from that episode i didn't learn anything about anyone it wasn't original. It's was like i've seen that episode before and it's been done so much better than that yeah. and at the end the climate change thing i was like what the fuck did i just i was so upset it was I just, just wanna,
0: like maybe just want to go dr- like fill yeah. my car up with diesel and just drive yeah. forever and yeah. just be like no <laughs>
1: fuck you you can't tell me what to do that's right and
0: the opposite yeah. Effect. I yeah.
1: yeah i littered all day the next day <laughs> Just throwing shit everywhere. Uh, shoving it down a turtle's neck. <laughs> went, Fuck you, Doctor Who. <laughs> I
2: concur. Episode 3, all 55, is the worst episode of the series. In fact, it's the worst episode of Jody Whittaker's Doctor. In fact, mm. it is one of... It's not. Yeah. I I'm not gonna go far the
1: worst I'm not gonna say episodes. it's
2: the, the worst because there mm. are some true. I've gotta go back
1: and remember,
0: but it's fucking hell. Of my memory, it's yeah. It's, it's they're, pretty they're,
2: pretty do you, bad. you don't remember the one where uh the woman who plays Money Myrtle ends up as like her face exists in a piece of cement? And oh she's my having god!
1: A, <laughs> I don't remember that. I
0: do remember that. It's, it's, I don't mind that. No, no, episode. no that is,
2: it's a horrific it's episode. It's bad. The,
1: who, which doctor is that?
2: Uh Tennant. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Tenet and Rose. I think it's, it's, it's one of those episodes where where he's hardly in it. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They show up at the end. They, it's they like talk blink about but bad. the doctor. Yeah, it is exactly. It. Yeah. it's blink but bad. Um, uh, they talk about the doctor in this. They're like, I think they're like uh, like fans who like track the doctors. Oh, I just remember that. Yes, and then it ends with them confronting some sort of monster, and somehow she ends up. Like, living as a piece of cement and having a relationship <laughs> with this guy.
0: See, that's funny. That made me laugh. It didn't try to teach me a lesson at, at the end. At, like, at least
2: it's wild, right? It at yeah. least it's wild, but it's...
1: Swing for the fences. It is
2: yeah. Te- yeah, it's swing for yeah. the fences. Yeah. This, the worst part about it is it is stock standard vanilla yeah. new who is it gets, oh, only it doesn't execute any parts of it well. This is another
1: thing that I just found out. It was written by the guy who wrote my least favourite, most hated episode of Skins.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I could
1: handle Skins up until a moment in time. And, and then I was like, and it was his. So I really oh. fucking hate this guy. Okay. Uh, the,
2: probably the number one thing I just do want to ask about some of the decisions that were made in the episode is why the fuck did they take the kid with them out into the fucking desert to find the fucking aliens that were attacking them? Just put him in a fucking closet somewhere and leave him hide. I don't understand. There were safe places for him to be. <sighs> yeah,
1: it doesn't make any sense.
2: Wasn't that that bit where she convinced the alien to like walk into a cage?
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: like, what the like, fuck? It felt what like it fuck? felt like
0: Jurassic World with like blue yeah. and like yeah. She was she's like, like essentially. If you hurting kill
1: us, it. you're gonna die. I was like, I don't think. That's What yeah. What are you would, talking it's about It's
2: truly horrific It's like if you want to turn someone It's like I'm mean, going to to Doctor Who Because I never want you to watch ever again This is the episode to make them watch It's I, so
0: bad can I, can I just Before we go on as well I just want to make Make it definitely clear That I am not like a climate change denier Or anything like that That's no, no, not no, the no, reason why understand. I hated the episode Oh well I definitely it's, want to
1: come out At the climate change denier <laughs> No I'm joking, you, joking. Could, you
2: could run for government on yeah, that, that policy true. Yeah I'd uh, win Anyway <laughs> oh, What was your favourite episode of the season Joel Um,
0: um I think I, – I go back and forth. I think I really liked The, the Haunting of Villa, uh, Villa Diodati. Sure, mm. yeah. Um, but, I mean, uh, the Judoon – Fugitive of the Judoon. Yeah, mm. I really liked that episode as well for a multitude of reasons. But I just – I I think it, The Haunting uh, of Villa Diodati resonated with me just because it reminded me of like – felt like a tenant it felt like a tenant like and and Matt Smith era kind of episode there and are it,
2: some really good scary episodes of Doctor mm, Who yeah. where they choose to do like haunted houses stuff yeah. they, they can sometimes just be like forgettable and they, but they can be
0: really good I mean look at the weeping angels like just terrifying oh, anytime you yeah. see like statues now I always give it Keep an eye on it as I'm walking by, um, like my like Ash can't watch that. My you must wife can't watch it. look
1: insane at... in a museum. Oh, yes. uh, I'm just like freaking out. Yeah, uh,
0: no, she she can't like. We've seen like people like cosplayers, like weeping angels. She's like, nope, nope, get away from me. I am me. hard out of that. Uh, but I, I just I really liked the way I, I think it was shot really well. It had like this really like creepy like very like. Mary Shelley, Frankenstein-esque sure, like mm. Universal Monsters feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really liked that. I thought it was really fun. And I, also setting up with the Lone Cyberman and everything as well. Uh, can I... I will give a little criticism about that one though. I felt like
2: they just didn't do enough with the Mary Shelley part of it. Like, yeah, it's like, about the, a boyfriend. The, the, yeah, well the implication that the, like, the Cyberman sort of inspired Frankenstein I was like, that's clever. That yeah. makes sense. I see sort of like how that works. But... Um,
0: I wish they'd but lent they just that a little bit more. They just didn't
2: do anything with those characters, really, and like Percy just gets introduced mm-hmm. in the
0: last ten minutes to have his moment, and then he's done. It's and then like, Lord it's Byron's the one who gets to do his like poem at the end, anyway. Yeah, like, true, if, if, true. like Imagine if I, I don't know true. if this is accurate or anything, but imagine if Shelley was the one, like Mary Shelley, got to do something that she'd I, written about. I just think
2: it's always more fun when the historical characters are actively involved in what's taking place. And I didn't feel yeah. like any of them. Things were happening to them. They weren't really motivating or getting involved with what was happening. As opposed to like the Nikola Tesla episode, which what for until the episode that I do think is my favorite, was my favorite episode of the season. Mm. Like it okay. was just, it was a fun adventure. Tesla was yep. fun. What they did with Edison was fun. They did have a good uh, use of theme and, and plot. The idea right. of like original ideas versus like mm. when those ideas are stolen and used for business mm-hmm. purposes. Like, there was a lot going yeah. on there. It was well executed. Sorry, not my turn. Damask, your favorite episode. Right.
1: Yeah, no, my favorite is the Tesla one, actually. Oh, cool. Um, cool. Jumped yeah. all over you. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really, like, connected with Tesla. Agreed. I was interested in him. I felt a lot for him. Same with Ada. I really, like, enjoyed her as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I was, like... And it was after Orphan 55, so I was, like, oh, thank it's God. Wave, yeah, yeah. Um, It was healing me a little bit, yeah. which is good. Yeah, and I, I just enjoyed the doctor her admiration Mm -hmm. for tesla the conversation she was then having with yaz and stuff about like why it's important to like you know aim for the stars or like follow your passion or do all, all of those things it's not to be seen in the moment it's because it's important to you or like yeah it's like there's all these different motivations as opposed to like, oh, I'm the most important person in the room, and it's an important thing that everyone knows that I'm the most important person in the room. It's yeah. not about that. It's about yeah. so much more. And I, re- it reminded me of yeah, early days Doctor, which was like mm-hmm. you know,
0: that whole and epilogue stuff. was yeah. really, really. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was like
1: yeah. like. The- I don't ha- really have a favourite episode this season. Well, not one that you ultimately yeah. loved. Sure. But I, yeah, I enjoyed myself in that episode.
2: Um, something, just something else I did like about that episode as well was structure-wise, again, talking about writing for a second, opening it was very just focused on Tesla – Mm-hmm. And then it's sort of like then they inserted the Doctor with an adventure already in progress. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to start with Team Tardis on yes. on the Tardis and like we'll go and we to go the, here. Yeah, and it was like start in the just focus on Tesla, make him the focus, mm-hmm. and then we'll introduce the characters we know at an appropriate time. And it just it was the
0: momentum just kept that's it moving. How, it was how they so used cool. that's generally how they used to handle like a lot of like historical episodes. Not always, but Not it, always, but like, like it, it felt, works quite often. Yeah, yeah, it's a good way to do it. Uh,
2: my favorite episode was on Undoubtedly, episode five, Fugitive of the Jadoon uh, was the first time I've really had a twinge of excitement Mm. um, about this Chibnall era in terms of the possibilities, in terms of the bigger ideas, in terms of tying it back to the larger Doctor Who mythos. In terms of challenging the Doctor as a character, they pissed the the companions off with Jack over in the corner over there and let Mm -hmm. the Doctor have this other story with herself. Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck, I was so happy with it. Mm. I'd actually, I had been spoiled on this episode too. Ahead yeah. of time. Same. That's a shame. I um, had as well. If you follow, I, I follow Doctor Who on Twitter and on YouTube and cool. stuff. So it was hard to avoid. But the, but so I was like, oh, this is not going to be as, as effective. Incorrect. Yep. I mm. thought it was plenty effective as it happened. And I watched the episode with Liam who had watched Orphan 55 was just like, what
1: <laughs> and he watched that one
2: with me. He was like, oh, this is what yes, this right shows like. You mm. didn't seem to l- enjoy the episode as much as I did, though. Was there anything particular reason? Anything that let you down about that episode, Demas? Um
1: I did enjoy it for, like, what was there. But I was still frustrated at that point of, like, the companions. Sure. Like, the fact that they did need to be quarantined in order for a good story to happen. Um, So, yeah, I've just... In my notes, I've got, like, yeah, there's no character development in terms of that. Also, I w- didn't understand how... Uh, the end they got away from the Jadoon. I was like, they were still surrounded by them, but just because they killed the, that time lord, Gat. To, yeah, they could walk away. And I didn't understand that at all. Um,
0: yeah, good yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, 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 the only thing I could think of is um, maybe that that Gat had like hired the Jadoon to track them down. Oh, but I think they may have said that actually. The, that once the like,
2: contract was for f- that, like, we've got nothing to do they with they had nothing to do with it anymore at that point. They, I think, oh, it was, so they
1: arrested Dr. Ruth. And no, then the other doctor- No.
2: I think Ruth got away. I think it was that at because at the very
1: end of this season, the J- Doon come back to arrest her because of that contract.
2: No, uh, that was the that was a different group. That was the cold case unit. So oh no, so the idea that the the, the doctor was left on the run, because that, that was one of my favourite bits actually about that ending, was like we are the Doon of the Cold Case Unit They were going back and trying to solve an old mystery. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh so yeah, you're right. That, they must have escaped, and this yeah. was sort of gone. Oh, they got away. I'm just saying
1: like the case is
2: going to be put on yeah. ice for a while. Right? Maybe Ruth went back into hiding for a while, let it simmer down, and then eventually they got back to it and gone. Oh wait, you're the doctor. Come with <laughs> Come us. Come with us. Yeah. They just barged their way onto the TARDIS though, which is hard to Insane. do. Mm. Almost happened, impossible. Happened. Not a couple impossible. Times. It does happen. I said almost it's, impossible. to you know,
0: say <laughs> happened earlier in the season as well in the series. It happens.
2: The, oh
1: yeah, with the the creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Mm. Uh, Do we have any predictions, hopes, or concerns for Doctor Who going forward?
1: I think we've already spoken about predictions, uh, particularly with the Christmas special you guys were talking about.
2: Well, I think it's going to be a New Year's episode. Yeah, Uh, sorry, I said Christmas uh, special just out of instinct. I've sort of been saying holiday Holiday. to to cover both, but... Chibnall seems to not want to do Christmas episodes, and to be fair, we've done a lot of them, and there's probably running out of particular Christmas iconography you can keep making Doctor Who episodes out of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it is called Revolution of the Daleks. True, uh, which makes me think of New Year's resolutions. I'm thinking that's probably going to be like a a yeah end of the year sort of episode. (laughs) Anyway, go on. What else?
1: But I don't, I just hope it gets better. <laughs> That's <laughs> your My hope. hope. Yeah. Are there
2: particular concerns? It's it's still just the.
1: I think they either need to like cut down the companions, get rid of them completely, and get someone else in, or they genuinely need to spend at least every second episode concentrating on developing those relationships.
2: Because they've sort of like gone back to yeah. Earth now, and the Doctor seems to be a part for them. I almost <laughs> wondered whether um you could have the Doctor come back and go, like, sort of take them back on board one by one. Spend mm. a bit of time with just Ryan. Spend a bit of time with just Grant. Spend nice. a bit of time with just Yaz yeah. or yes, something like that. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Joel, any predictions, hopes, or concerns in particular? I like. I, I just hope they keep going on this, maybe a little bit faster, but on this upward <laughs> trend of, like, yeah. Pull up, pull up. Yes, yeah. please. Yeah. Um, and Learn the right lessons of what worked well, this it. season, yeah. Yeah, Maybe maybe, like... Dig through the fan feedback to find the stuff that actually is worth listening to. Because I know there's – God, God, I know there's a lot out there. Going to Twitter after that last episode and just like hashtag Doctor Who and just being like, oh, wow, you are all just
1: having your say. I think I'm just worried about – because of like it's not the greatest it's ever been. I think Mm. it's far from it viewership dropping off so much that this is the end and of it doctor did this who season. and it did and i'm really worried about it like i want it to get better but i'm also very aware that they they, they may not have a whole lot of time to right. get better i'm like that's why like i want it to be good so i get more doctor who
2: yeah i wonder what because we we talked about this last time as mm. well was my one of the reasons I want to get rid of Chibnall is like it always feels to me like Doctor Who was on the cusp of being cancelled. Yeah, mm. like it's an expensive show for the BBC. Mm-hmm. Um, if viewership drops, maybe they're still like selling merch and there's other ways that they're making money off this beyond just like how many people are watching day to day. Syndication of uh, older episodes, all right? sorts of things yeah. going on there. Yeah. But they there needs to be value there for them to keep making mm-hmm. Doctor Who. So what do they do? Do they just cancel it for a while and say oh we might come back to this in 10 years and put it on ice I can or, see
1: that happening
2: or do they go you know what maybe we should bring back like Matt Smith or something like that or do they just go back to having bland white male doctors again and not take risks anymore and they look at the Jodie Whittaker part of this as being yeah. the problem rather than I the think, like, I think writing part of this that could be like, very
1: very they'll dangerously probably be the, the answer Go. I don't think they'll go back to like just a white man I mm. think they'll probably like, like a person of colour or something like something mm. like that I would um, hope so so that I don't think they'll cancel it on Jodie Whittaker. I think it's probably like a really bad look. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they might continue it for beyond that. That might, In saying that, they might be like, all right, you need to get rid of Jodie and recast. Well, the,
2: the, the best thing about Doctor Who is that there is this inbuilt ability to make a change if you need to. If you need to mm. pivot, you just say, okay, third season's your last, yeah. wrap up your arc. Chris, you're gonna be done after this. Jody's gonna be out and we're gonna start again yeah. with someone new. Yeah. I
1: hope they get rid of Chris and keep Jody is what I would hope. But I, I would, don't see it happening. I would like that too,
2: to that. but I I can imagine them sort of and again, it's part because it's part of the show, you've just got this eject switch whenever yeah. you want. Break glass, you know, in case of emergency, yeah. they mm-hmm. can just completely reboot it again. Yeah. The thing is it's expensive every time you do that. To yeah. like build new sets and like all that sort of stuff and Getting new companions and all. It's an expensive process, I'm sure, but mm. they've always got that option. Just go, all right, you're done. Yeah. Uh, yes, I don't think the master is dead because he never no. dies. Yeah. Um, I hope we learn more about the division. I hope I would love the doctor to interact with <gasps> that adopted mother so that she has. Can mm-hmm. she has. I think there's so much interesting uh, elements to that little Part of that story, we saw a lot of potential trauma there that could be di- could be discussed. I love there's, an exploration of trauma. There's a Ugh.
0: there's a theory going. I around think you've that said that more than once.
1: <laughs> definitely have because I love an exploration <laughs> of trauma.
0: <laughs> there's a theory going around that that might be that might have already happened in an episode. I think from, already- from a Capaldi episode. There's a woman who looks very similar. That might be a different regenerate, like slightly different regeneration of that. You need to send me that link. I want to see what that's I'll try and about. find it for you. yeah. There's also there's a bit- do
1: you regenerate to look slightly different to yourself, though? Is that a thing well, that
0: they do? Well, I, I say slightly different because she was just like a, a, an older, slightly older white woman. That was, right. Yeah.
2: There is a character in uh, the end of Tenet's run as well. In the end of mm. Time, There's, uh, he's talking...
0: I think that might be the one.
2: Right. And it's like at the end of that run, and there's a, a bit where... Uh, it's like the Time Lords and he ends up sending them back to Gallifrey however and there's this woman there who's got her hands in front of her face nearly there's a couple of them yeah. who is like they kind of represent the Weeping Angels and yeah. there's this idea that maybe that, that race sort of branched off from these people or whatever mm. and she takes her hands away and she sort of like winks at the Doctor or something like that and there's this implication that she knows him mm. when you don't know her maybe it's some sort of mother figure or something like that mm. I did wonder whether it was that like might be, that, that might actually character be it. I'll have to try and that, find out. that's a been a, like an ongoing like what was that about Cool. For, years and years and years. Um, But I do hope that we... I would love it if they didn't rush to or maybe even never ever get to exactly what the Doctor is. Mm. Maybe you give multiple ideas of whether she is a part of this different race or maybe she's a celestial being or maybe she was just an accident but never confirm any of them. Just keep it open. You can interpret it however you want, whatever's most interesting, and don't explain it. I it agree. doesn't need to be explained. Mm-hmm. It's
0: like the same when, when they had that whole like fascination with like you know the name of the Doctor. What's the Doctor's name? What's yeah. The do- yeah. And we never really found it out. Well, but
2: the, but it's but the, what was beautiful about that, though, is that that was Moffat always was leading us down the wrong path, as right. he often does, mm. and says, the important thing isn't what my name is, the important thing is why I chose the name of the Doctor. Exactly. Yeah. Which was great. Yes. And part yeah. of the reason I love Moffat uh, definitely no chosen one prophecy, please. No. That'd be the worst thing ever. But also, don't squander the potential of these other iterations of the Doctor that we've not seen. Mm-hmm. We don't need to know where the timeless child came from. Boy, there's so much interesting
0: material in this like forgotten traumatic backstory for the Doctor. Man, imagine we're talking about those episodes where there's like you know like Blink or the one with the girl in the pavement. <laughs> like yeah, where where there's um you know the Doctor that we know is not in it much for the episode at all. Yeah. Imagine having an episode that's like that. You're like, oh, it's one of these episodes and gets to the end. And it's like, Jodie's not in it at all. It's like, oh no, I'm the doctor. Like that's, that would be very cool. I, mm. That'd be awesome. I'd love to see something like that. Yeah. Like just is like, whoa okay um, that's really cool like a real bold take
2: and a bold move in what direction they go mm. i agree with that and now that you've mentioned it i hope that captain jack is in the uh holiday yes, special please. i think that would work i think he might really be really well just,
0: I'm, i've got a good feeling about super it super fun great mm-hmm. way to sort of have spend a time with episode. just because because she's locked away in prison as well if he's going to bust her out it's a good chance to have like one-on-one time without yes. the companions as well yep,
2: absolutely yep. Mm. All right, I think we'll leave it there. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Hunting Seasons. You can find more of what we do via our website, huntingseasonspodcast.com. Our logo and design work comes from Sean Kirkpatrick, aka at Shawnee Boy Draws, and our theme song and bumpers from Lucas Heil of Birthday Loyalty Club. Find links to their work in our show notes. You can also find myself, Broderick Gordis, on Twitter, at b. G O R D E S Damask.
1: You can find me on Twitter at Maskymoo, O. Joel, where can people find you online?
0: Uh, you can find me at Jolie Mac, which is J O E L Y M A C. I forgot how to spell my name. I've <laughs> noticed. I just <laughs> don't music. often say that loud. It's more yeah, of a it's U- Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, like, you know, I don't know I how to spell Who it all that often. me? I know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, come in. If you like video games, check out. Uh, Dialogue options. Definitely like, check out podcasts. Dialogue Options. You can find that just
2: searching Dialogue yeah, Options. Yeah, Dialogue
0: Options across all social medias and various podcast
2: networks. Wonderful. And thank you very much, Joel, for coming on this episode. It's been wonderful to have you. Been trying to do it for ages. Yeah. So it was mm-hmm. nice to finally Yay. find a way to do that. It's been fun. Thank you. Excellent. Next episode, once again, we haven't discussed this. Cool. But I would love to discuss <gasps> Kidding Season 2 since the oh. last episodes of that release. I didn't even realise
1: Season 2 was out.
2: Yeah, it's about to end.
1: Alright. I watched two episodes let's
2: do of it. Got cool. to a good start. Oh, that's cool. I haven't seen any of it yet. So we'll be back to discuss kidding season two. In the meantime, thank you again for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.
0: Bye.
2: Bye yeah. everybody. And so But right now, let's talk spoilers. Got a little seductive, I I should, have done, on I should that have, one. have done it like mm. River Song.
1: Spoilers. It oh, please don't. Come <laughs> oh, <laughs> <gross. laughs> <laughs> <laughs>